You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. That song is like a Bowling for Soup has a... Oh. Hello, this is the Bowling for Soup, soup. podcast. Uh, proud to be... Bowl to grind. <laughs> proud we to go be through one bowling, of soup, bowling for Soup song a week for the rest of your life. Way yes. before Nirvana. I bet they have four LPs. Wouldn't you think? Bowling for Soup? Yes. I'm saying like six. Yeah? So really, we I'm could... I'm saying they know. had four before they blew up. So we could provide people with a lot of soup content. A lot of bowling for soup content. Yes. Soup content we can talk for days. Oh, God. How much do you love soup? Do you I love, love soup? I love. I love soup. I love, I love soup. it. As a food? Really? Really? It's a, you know what? I don't really like... I, I, I don't do like we have bowling hot. for soup playing in the background? Yeah, right yeah, what's about to happen there? Uh, uh, love soup. What's it, Okay. What's your favorite base? Do you, is this bowling for soup? Well, this is 1985. God. Okay. Way before Nirvana. Yeah, that's right. Hold on. If you guys can guess, this is, this is uh, context clues for yes. what this episode is yes. going to be today. You know, shout out to this band for being hideous. Not good looking guys. Oh. You know oh. what's crazy? Really bad. The hair. singer? Yeah. Looks more like that guy in the pool. Nowadays. He's a big man now. He got real big. Really? Like how like the dude from Call Me Bad got real big? Here we go. I can see that he's a secret. Gary big Newman guy. uh rip here, yeah. right? Yep. No, no, it's oh, no. Um, no. Uh, oh, Robert Palmer. Robert Palmer. Palmer. That's right. Uh, I do me a favor. Turn this off because it's terrible. Uh, <laughs> he wants to get to that part, but so, we can drop it. So, uh, soup is great. Soup is it. great. Favorite base? <sighs> like, would you take a tomato or like They've a had ten records, by the way, ten LPs. Ten, ten LPs. Well. That's a lot of. Tomatoes probably. Tomatoes are where I go. I love a tomato, man. Um, I Put love a lot it of pepper so much. In that. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, I just do tomato soup with. A lot of pepper, a little salt, and you're good. Oh. Crackers in there, a little oh, yeah. bread dip. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, it might be what I do for dinner. So, you know what I do if I'm getting real budget on it? If you have tortillas around. Mm. Toast, toast them a little bit. Toast yeah. it. Oh, Perfect. Yeah. Uh, I will fuck with a, uh, a cream of mushroom, like mm. that kind of so, stuff. See, he, he's, he's rough, because right? I was going to say, one of my favorite soups is I like a, um, a broccoli cheddar. Oh, yeah. Because that consistency is really good. I've, I had, I've had fake... I feel mushroom. like you could get a... F- oh, okay. But I haven't had a fake, a fake broccoli cream cheddar. of broccoli cheddar. Or broccoli cheddar would be good. Um, I like a, a corn chowder kind of thing. Oh. Some good ones. You oh. know what? I love a pea soup. And love they make a soup. bunch of vegan ones now because yep. a lot of times it has ham in it. Whatever Whenever they put the OG. ham, I don't get it. Because okay. to be honest, taste is negligible difference. No, because if you put any salt in it, you're good. Yes. You know I mean, you cover the same That's thing. All right. Want. Well, this is Extra Grind. I'm Patrick. I'm Bob. And I'm Soup. Oh, Soup. Uh, Bowling for Tom. Bowling for Tom, and uh, not to disparage the, the singer for Bowling for Soup. Mm. Maybe he's got a thyroid thing or some bullshit, right? Who knows? Uh-huh. Uh, the video is from 1997. What's the smallest man you've seen get big? Have you ever seen anybody my size get big? I mean, yeah. The guy from Calling Me Bad. Was, he wasn't my size, was he? I'm small. Like I, I, no, but I mean, yeah, but you're like on the opposite end of the eating. Just like, 
Do you think that by any is there any way I could get big? Yes, dude. Here's the thing. I've seen dudes your size get get weight, mm-hmm. and it's not pretty. No, 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 no. Because it Can't gets it awkward, right. and you wear it wrong, yeah. and like, then your body just gets weird. But and I, I've seen a dude your size who gets big, and it's like weird parts. All of a sudden, you got a fat face. Right. And your neck stays loosely the same, but maybe it bulks out just a little bit, is that but the, your is, face is bigger. It's rough. Is man. that like, like your skin's not ready for this, so yes. you look like if I hit you with a pin, you would blow up? Right, right, yeah. right. But is that like medication shit, or is that like... Sometimes it's medication. Yeah. I've seen it for medication, but then it's lasting, because you can't get rid that of that. That shit makes me nervous. Because that could happen yeah. to anybody. Like that's not a lifestyle thing. That's like, oh, you have a weird disease, and now you got to take this stupid medication. Now you're fat. That sucks. Shit sucks. All right. Well, All right. <laughs> well depression hour. The, um, so what are we doing? This is one of these episodes that I typically really love. Me too. Uh, we have very. Tom too. We have yeah. very mixed Next. feelings. I really, I, I, I like. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> we have very mixed feelings We're about, talk about this. this particular one. Yes. Now we've been talking about this one for a while. We'll get to that after the break. Sponsor time. Sponsors. See that? We talked about it. Run for cover. Wow. We're going to shoot like run for cover shirts out to the crowd. Love it. That's what we should do. That's actually a great idea. That's a Sound and Fury idea. Yeah, that's a great idea. People are like, what the fuck? Who do do we know how to, do we know someone who can get us an air gun like that? Oh, yes. You have to know somebody. I do. We can get the cannon. Yeah. Like, and maybe we do like one shirt. One t- like one burrito, one shirt. Like you could shoot burritos too. I oh. see people shoot burritos. That could oh, be messy. Somebody misses that. Though. Yeah, it's super burrito. That's true. Be like, we got any vegans in the house? A vegan burrito. Wow, I like that. I, I like. That. Imagine taking a super vegan burrito to the chest, like, and you give someone like Ooh. a coronary. That would be great. Yeah, that would not be great. <laughs> <laughs> How'd you get this coronary? I got hit. In the, I got hit in the chest with a fucking a vegan burrito. burrito. Yeah, run for cover records. Uh, we're gonna do one new, one old. I'm gonna put one new. This isn't from me. Okay. But it's from our what would we call Alex Casey? Correspondent. Correspondent. He's I call like poser. He's like Oh wow. No, I'm kidding. Burning. <laughs> he's like a uh he's not the fourth mic. He's like one of our frequent contributors. Yeah. Uh a friend of the show. Alex Casey, big Wicca face fan. Yeah, he's uh, look. I've gone on record many times. I back anything Wickerface does. You know, what I mean that that's my dude. Because so, that's your that's that's what you're aiming for next. That's I mean, what I'm aiming for. That's the next yeah. move. Yeah. Wickerface brings eternal suffer on. Uh, not a record that I've listened to too much. But you know what? After Tom said it, I put on some of the tracks in the background. Not bad. Not bad working music. Okay. So for people who work more than me, go do that. Alex Casey is our youth correspondent. He says the youth love it. That's fucking fine. Have a good time. Yeah. The youth are. I just back it because that's Adam. He's a good dude. Uh, You'll get that deluxe package. Yeah. It's crazy looking. Is it still available? That's what it might says. not be still. Well, choose an option. Let's see. Boom. So should be some options out there. A lot of different versions of this. You got an LP, um, half clear, half purple vinyl. Mm-hmm. You got an 8x10 hardcover book featuring over 40 pages of photos and lyrics. You got a hoodie designed by Brianna Collins, which mm-hmm. is. The Tiger Shaw. And then you get a Wickaphase Springs Eternal sticker pack with three stickers. Yo, can I just... I'm just going to suck Go. Adam off right now. Go. This motherfucker, we can't just write him off as like a, as a SoundCloud rapper. You know no. what I mean? No. He is so much his own weird thing for so long now that mm-hmm. it's just undeniable. I can't even see... I hate on everything. and I can't even see, even if I didn't know the dude, really hating on him because he set a path... Years ago, 
followed it to its logical limit yes. and is really fucking doing it. Because I think that Run for Cover did some sort of a Wicca phase EP, like a single, a long time ago, mm. like 2011, 12, 13, somewhere in there. And now it's 2019 and he's got a full length with them. That's wild. Yeah. So shout out. If you go to runforcoverrecords.com, go to the web store, put this, maybe some other stuff in your bag, enter the promo code. Axe to grind. And you should. Spell it out. I should have sang it. And also believe in your motherfucking self. That's what Adam. St- that's what Wikifay's story is. Pat is, is standing on Adam. I am, no, I'm just getting. He's weird. getting his PMA on. Is he? Yeah. No, you know making a motivational is? turn. You ever watch? Like we've talked about this. I, my favorite thing: love movies where some guy is proven exactly right. right. I love a movie where a guy is proven right. Like Terminator Two. No, like uh, Moneyball. You know Moneyball. what I mean? Like uh, uh, Terminator uh, Three. Terminator Three. No, I don't know that one. Uh, Friday Thirteenth uh, Part Four. No. Uh, private parts where yes. where your way of doing got fingered. where your way of doing a thing. Freddie got fingered, for example. Your way of doing a thing is doubted by everybody. And Freddie just keeps. And doing then Freddie perseveres, proves at the end he can do what he likes. He can do what he likes. Now here's and the thing: did his father wants sausage. Actually, Freddie was the brother character. The lead character Correct. was named like Grody or something. Freddie, <laughs> would you like some sausage? But yo, have you seen saw that movie in the theater? No, I don't know if I've seen saw it. it opening, period. Saw it opening night with Dave Ackerman, and haven't seen it since. There is a scene memorable. There is a scene where he pull. Uh, he helps a birth. Yes. And the umbilical cord is real long, and he like spins it around with the child on it. Yes. It's about the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. I would urge everybody to rewatch really Freddie Got Finger. Freddie Got Finger. So much about what you uh, enter the promo code. You get fifteen percent off at RunForCoverRecords.com. Who else? What's next? Which other sponsor? Me. What sponsor do we want to love today? Who else can I say I love and I support them doing the thing that they want to do? Death Wish Inc. Oh, yeah, I do. You really do? I do. They supported you doing 11 records. <laughs> yes. Is that true? That's true. Yeah, he knows the number. I always forget. I use the number because it's something to hold on. Christ. I always forget. 11 records. Has any label put out 11 like records 11 by any children artist? With a, with, another, with a woman. Is that true? You know? 11 records? 11. Yes. Yo, shout out to Death Wish. Thank you. That's there is amazing. no punk or hardcore band I will go as far to say. That has put out 11 records with the same label. Oh, no, that's not true. That's think about it. Think. That, I mean, yeah. Maybe like something with like Dead Kennedys. Bec- well, maybe no, not. I don't think uh, so. No, no, no. Jello with alternative. No, you got to gotta go to stuff like Fucked Up. You got to go to stuff that's But Fucked Up, prolific. I don't think, has done many of the same label. Not with they? the same label. They that's have I mean. a lot. Maybe Deranged? Deranged it a bunch. They did. Uh, <clears throat> no, but it's spread around. Yeah. It's spread around. So I don't it. know. Shout out to Deathwish, who was good to me for many, mm-hmm. many years and continues to be good to us through this podcast. Yes. And we want to shout out. What what should we put out for them? What should we talk about for oh, them? Oh, is this, is this my PMA fucking moment? Yeah, yeah what go happened PMA. To you? What, what happened? You're feeling I ate that knish. The, you know the tofu and blueberry. What the, the fuck? <laughs> I think the suicide watch is over. <laughs> I ate the tofu knish, and this is just the pre-crash. Should I just send this to you? Like, should I just send you one like while you're out on tour? Like, if you're feeling yes. down a little bit. It do, and yeah, it, this is this is. Oh, it's a CBD knish. Oh, <laughs> this is what that shit does. God damn. Yo, I mean, it must be really good because you've gotten through half of one. Uh, yes. And Bob helped you with I one. I took a bite. But if you see, I started dipping it into, oh my the, God. into the fake uh, the fake chicken salad. I bet it's that chicken my, salad's good. The, chicken, good. the fake chicken salad's that good. That is so fucking disgusting. It's not good to look at. Honestly, but here's the thing. The no, no, the chicken's the knish, fine. The taste of the knish is so plain, he might as well, well be eating on stale bread. But it's, what is it? Tofu and what? Tofu pineapple. Tofu yeah. pineapple and chicken salad. <clears throat> I mean, it, there's such little flavor in the knish. It's like, are you yeah. like a coal miner who doesn't like can't like taste anything? I mean, anymore? that's for sure. Uh, let me say something about Deathwish. Deathwish is doing 
perhaps I I think uh, exclusive uh, web store for for Reed uh, yes. uh, Hithcock, yep. who uh, has recently moved south but was in uh, Boston area for a lot of years. Uh, Incredible photographer. In addition to being a great dude, is also quite a photographer. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hate photography, and I actually really, really like some of his uh, nature shit. I, I, nature shit. That's for me. That's like a wild thing. He does a lot of show photography, but now is getting more and more into uh, kind of uh, what, what you call it when you just do like life. Photo- like he takes a picture of your face, still photos, whatever the yeah, fuck. Whatever. Uh, but he also does. He, face. does oh, he does amazing selfies. stuff. And what I want to say is he has those Gigli. Gigli, uh, yes. Or as uh, the plebes would say, Gigli. Yes. Well, now that uh, I'm single, I was a plebe because I didn't know how to say that until we got either. somebody. Yeah. I'm G- just going off what we learned. Now that I'm single, I'm dating a woman named Gigli. It's just it's casual. That's how the suicide watch ends. Is, is a <laughs> real casual relationship from, with Gigli from yeah. Peak Skill. <laughs> yes, Gigli. Uh, at Stewart's. She dances under the name uh, Porcelain Zulu uh, mm. at, at the uh, at the blue. What's the one the in the blue? The blue lagoon. Is it? Is that what? What is the one in Poughkeepsie? Oh, uh, no, shout out to uh, the Poughkeepsie Strip Club. Yeah, uh, we love that Gallery one. Mall. Got it, it. All right, it's about go. as bleak as it gets. Um, so go Dude. there, support that. Also, take a look through all the stores that Deathwish has. A real range of really neat stuff um, to decorate your home, put into your ears, read, put through your eyes. You're gonna go to deathwishinc.com. Enter the promo code. Spell it out. Ten percent off. Big shout out to our other sponsors, Close Casket Activities and Triple B Records. Same deal. Axe of Grind. Ten percent off. Let's go. Thanks the y'all. year is nineteen eighty-five. Yeah, bowling for soup is the biggest thing in the world. They are not alive yet. What if the dudes from Bowling for Soup were younger than us? Oh God. I, thankfully, <laughs> they are not. Um, I mean, their first record came out in ninety-four. So unless they were like oh, old yeah. skull putting out a Punk record in no. nine years old. Uh, so we are doing You're in Hardcore 1985. We teased this a long time ago. We've done a few of these episodes. Some of our biggest yeah. episodes. People love it. Um, we like them because they seem to stand the test of time. You can listen to it whenever. Love to hear that from people. We're going to do this the same way we have. However, we had much internal conversation because doing these almost feels like a giant homework assignment. And we don't ever want anything to feel like a homework assignment. I don't work, and I don't have a home. That's true. <laughs> I've done enough homework. <laughs> See, Patrick's trying done. to compensate. You have a home and work. Right. He has none. And I've done enough homework work. in my life for yes, both of us. That's, that's true. true. For all, everyone in this room. I have a goddamn doctorate. Mm-hmm. Yo, that's Stupid. insane. So when, I th- when I think about citations, I get sick to my fucking stomach. Yeah, I, know. I hate them. What do we have? I'll never got, write an academic paper again right? in my you life. Got bachelors? I, yes, I did graduate four years of college, whatever can, that is. Can we do bachelors? What do two bachelors equal you? <laughs> Apparently zero <laughs> jobs equal, in this I think, room. I think it equals $23,000. <laughs> I, think, I think that that's what two bachelors equal. It's, it's like, uh, like 1.05% more than a high school. I diploma. think it makes a, yes, it makes more than a high school graduate. and it makes, Just a little bit. And it makes a fifth of what uh, an, a, a first year oil pipeline worker makes. Correct, yes. <laughs> Yes, I think right now the the a bachelor qualifies you to work on the uh, the assembly line, uh, putting caps on bottles. Correct. So we got to work on that. So we're gonna do this. Nineteen eighty five, bunch of stuff. Some great, some eh. butthole, some, some terrible. Yes. So we're gonna kind of hit it all. We're not gonna dwell in the stuff that we aren't loving. If we miss anything, hit us up. We'll see. 
Undoubtedly, we're going to miss stuff. I don't think we did because this is an interesting year. We kind of have some highlights. Um, what do you guys want to do? You want me to start from the top? Yeah, please. And we're going to have ones we go way more in on than others. We have to have a talk about the Descendants, guys. Uh, do we? Yeah. Are they? Are they? Do we have to talk about? Is it like a? There's a con- We're going to have a conversation. Do we have to talk about? We're going to have a conversation. Okay, all, right. all right, but we're not starting there. Okay. We're starting right at the top. Seven seconds. Walk together. Rock together. Whew. When's the last time either of you listened to this the record? Fuck! Did I overlook that? Um, you know, quite honestly, probably longer than I'd like to admit. Last it's, year. Really? Yeah. It's in my DNA, so I don't even actually actually really need to listen to it. Yo, I had the not same feeling. Not on streamers. Yeah, uh, not on streamers. You got to go to YouTube. So wait, wh- where does this come out relative to New Wind? Before. before. Maybe a year before. Okay, so I listened to New Wind before I listened. Uh, I like New Wind more than I like this record. I thought that too. Okay. Then I listened to this record. Mm-hmm. and was like, because I, much like you, Tom, was like, oh, this record is great. I've heard it so many times in my life. Yeah. I'm good. The song We're Gonna Fight. Mm-hmm. We're gonna fight. Whoa. Yo, I almost got like dusty. Because it was <laughs> misty or dusty. Dusty's what you say when you're like a more like, when you're when you're tough. Yeah, okay, exactly. all right, fuck it. I got dusty about it. I'm like, oh because it's so it's got that it's got woes, which I mean are we diametrically opposed as a room against woes? <laughs> okay, so so here's the deal. Not I, when Kevin Seconds writes them. But I, that's the only one. I don't yes. there's very few others. With that you guys can do misfits. I can do misfits. Yeah, I can't you don't do. fuck with misfits. I can't do. Um I bad do, religion's got some woes. And I don't do bad religion. You're out of your mind. Mm. Bad religion, we're going to get to it. Kind of slow. Gonna, weird slow band. Oh, yeah. That's a weird record. Weird, weird slow band. This, we're going to fight the end of it. What do you call it when it's at the end? It's like the, it's not the reprieve. It's the coda. Coda. The coda. There you go. When he's doing the, we're going to fight. Yo, it's sad in this weird way, but also like, man, um, this record's fucking great. And I feel sad in my heart for people who are into hardcore but think they're too hardcore for this record. Yes. Because uh, it's fucking phenomenal. Let me look at real quick. Look at the track Would you say this is the go-to or the crew? For for my whole life, it was the crew. I don't know. This was right there, though. Yeah. It's like these... Those, it's like like what would you recommend story. to a kid that didn't... Li- yeah. Um, I think I'd recommend the crew first. Yeah, I don't know. But it's right there. You can't go wrong with either. It's a lot like... It's like a break down the walls or yeah. we're not alone. You're going to have a preference, but oh. you can start at one and go to the other. And there are some bangers on this. We talked about it. Praise is a weird one. Praise uh, is a weird one. I go the crew. No. No, you go New Wind? I would. Okay. In 2019, what I would reach for first mm-hmm. might be Soul Force Revolution, but then I would probably go New Wind, mm-hmm. the crew, walk together, rock together. That that praise EP yes, and then I kind of I you know I fall off. I think that. walk together, rock together. You need to listen to it again soon. I I can't yeah, even can walk. Yeah, together, that song's great. Yo, the other thing they master together. is their short songs. Regress no um, way. Unbelievable. Regress no way. You open the record <laughs> yeah, with that. Regress no it's way. And we're gonna fight. <laughs> it's great. It's like fuck. Um, undeniably fast drum beat that, if you really hone in on it, could be pretty samey. But they do a lot with it, despite keeping a pretty similar tempo throughout. Um, Yo, they put out The Crew, Walk Together, Rock Together, and New Wind between year, year 1984 to, to 1986. Back to back to back, How yes. How the fuck? Fucking wild. This was a motivated band with multiple real talents in it. It's yes. a rare thing. So the original, and this is right, the original version of Walk Together, Rock Together is only like seven songs. Right. And then there's like live shit. Yes, on. exactly. Um 
it's so good fuck and eps and shit uh that record's unbelievable i i highly recommend it to anyone um oh what the fuck's that um discuss just got weird and it's a bunch of and it's been the same lineup right well, uh, I so the couple, main the, player same. Yes, right. The, so Kevin Seconds, brothers, Troy, yeah. and Steve Youth. Yes. Okay. Have been in forever. Yes. The the guitar player has because I've seen Seven Seconds both as a three piece and as a four piece with Kevin singing. Right. Wow. Just singing. Yeah. Yeah. Play, him playing guitar. I saw them with Siv. Really. At um, Irving Plaza, huh. with a rap group called Cracker Snatch opening. Okay. <laughs> um, and that could weird. go a lot of ways. Yes, yeah. it was an all female. Oh, okay, record. okay, that's good. I think they were dating. So one of them was uh, whatever. Okay, um, but it was weird to kind of see them as a three piece, him playing guitar and singing those songs. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, but I've also seen him with a guitar player and him singing so like without a guitar. Not what I would necessarily want to see, but as as the gentleman got older, I wouldn't necessarily want to see them in Jump, the in the crowd either. You know, no, what I, mean? so, I would I would like to see. I would at this point like to see a weird era like him playing guitar doing a bunch of the weird songs. I don't necessarily need to see an acoustic thing or anything, but you know, there's some powerful Can I get songs. my Jamie Josta bag? Can yes. we get the you know uh yeah, uniform please. choice 7 seconds tour where they just play the stuff when they're on like John <laughs> We we have a broken table. Table, table down, table down. Um I'll glue that. I'm sorry. No, it's fine. I don't give a shit. I didn't pay enough for that. Okay. Um, I would like to see them play like their alt rock records. Oh, yeah, oh yeah. sure. I think that'd be cool. Sure. Right? This mean, record is not the alt record, rock record. No, rock no, record. no. Sorry. But no, but it's... So one thing I do want to say, and that it's a running theme through a lot of this, you can start to hear some of the influences of like early 80s indie slash guitar stuff that isn't hardcore creeping in some of these records you can start to hear the influences of like new wave and like brit rock stuff going on just hints and flavor hints and flavors through a lot of the more melodic shit that you hear on here but seven seconds takes those influences a little better than the contemporaries because they started melodic they yeah. started melodic, so, but, but they're compared to some of the others that i'll touch on through we go they're they're charging still can so. i ask a question this may be sacrilege especially to you two. Mm-hmm. Do you think seven seconds is a little too samey? And that's why people that if it's not one of your first bands that you get into, you, you may miss them because I feel like I do love them. Yeah. But if you ask me like, you know, um, not the hits per se, but like what record is fucking, you know, clenchless black, Eye, whatever. Yeah. Would you know off the top of your head? I feel like the records kind of run together. Oh, no, they're an true. amazing that's run true. of like 40 songs. But like, where well, so it's like um, what's really interesting is through the first four or five LPs, I guess. I guess the first five LPs, right. they you're not necessarily going to confuse whether a song's on the crew and new wind, but the crew and walk together, rock together. Maybe. Rock together, walk together, rock together, and new wind. Maybe new wind and praise. Praise is weird. Maybe uh, praise gets weird, but like what about Satyagraha. That's later. Yeah, that's so weird. What's the, what's? Do you have the records pulled right I now? I do. All right, give me the. Let's run down the discog of LPs. Okay, uh, crew. LPs. We're going the crew. Uh-huh. Uh, walk together, rock together. Mm-hmm. Uh, new wind. Uh-huh. Uh, it's counting praise here for some reason, but that's but the EP. EP. Walk uh, together, rock together. Originally came out as an EP too, but uh, th- then there—that's right. Then there's a live record. 
Then yeah. there's ourselves, which is underrated. Right. Yes. Uh, that's that's where like praise in ourselves. I I could get tracks mixed up on there for sure. You know. Uh, then and you could probably get uh, tracks mistaken between ourselves and Soul Force Revolution, which is yes. next. Uh, also underrated. Uh, old school, which I don't know honestly. That's 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 where I've heard it a long time ago, but I haven't heard it since then. Yeah, and then out to shizzy. Uh, don't know out to shizzy at all. So and then and then it's like then it's all dot. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I I think that the reason that seven seconds isn't often included in conversations that I think they one hundred percent should be because we're not talking about like the necros where it's like no. uh, a thing that you might love, but there's not enough content there. For for you to feel of classic content yes like this is both a classic act that was at the ground floor who also put out multiple records that are good there's no reason on earth anybody should overlook this if if gorilla biscuits is still seen as a thing seven seconds should be a thing plus one you know what i mean if like, you listen to the wally sings the hits yeah. version of the girl of start today with him placing the lyrics for civ yep it's a fucking seven seconds record. oh 100 like that's how you really know it's like oh right just civ sounded so much different from kevin yep but if you listen to someone who can sing melodically sing it it is literally a lost seven seconds record well let's think about it for a second Seven seconds, undeniably a, a hardcore band. Yep, yep. But as melodic as as some of the very melodic punk bands. Punk bands, absolutely. And yeah. a totally rare animal yep. that you didn't see for like years afterwards. You know, what I mean, unless you want to count like Husker Du. You know, what I mean, like unless but, you but that goes like that, that goes out you know, right. once you know you could listen to Husker Du and someone could tell you, oh, this band doesn't have very much to do with hardcore right. punk. But seven seconds, undeniable. You yeah, know and what I mean? and that's what I think. So this is just me kind of me advocating for seven seconds at this point. I don't know what else there is to say, except I think that their legacy by maybe putting out too many records got stepped on. But this is a band that, again, no, this is no disrespect to Gorilla Biscuits. But if we no. look at Gorilla Biscuits as a hardcore band, as a as a hardcore band of note, yep. important seven seconds was in the same lane. Seven Seconds was the undeniable influence. A decade influence earlier. And the, and they're, they're the undeniable influence to the entire Revelation world. Period. Right. right. Warzone so, and GB cover Seven Seconds. I'm Youth of Today too. Youth, seven Seconds took Youth of Today out That's on right. the first tour. Like, then um, they put out one of the, Kevin's Yes, put first out, record. Yeah. Can't close my eyes, which we'll talk about. I think that this, I think that there should be a Seven Seconds record in, I wouldn't, it was in my first 10 records, right? I think the crew probably. Sure. Uh, yeah, mine too. But I wouldn't tell a kid in 2019 that that's necessary. I would say it needs to be in your top. It needs it's to be in your first 25. 25 you know what I mean? Yeah. Like maybe it's 25, but it so needs I mean, to be. if you're, if, it is. if you're, it's I not. don't think it is. No. If you're a kid who got into hardcore, let's say you got in through Turnstile, or let's not even go Turnstile. Let's say Tui Incendiary. You got into some Terror, etc. You're into heavier stuff. Where does Seven Seconds fit in for you? It's tough. I, I would say if you're a Turnstile fan, you can. Turnstile you can, makes it easier. You can make the yes. You can find. Turnstile this makes path. it easier. Angel Dust makes it easier. Oh, yeah, sure. One of the things I was thinking about when listening to this was I was like, oh, this nails melodic punk songs under two minutes. Yep. And just like you're you're five songs into this record and you're like, oh, it's, I've only been listening to this for like seven minutes, eight minutes. Yep. It's great. Uh, the other thing I thought about while revisiting this was if someone was at a fucking Black Flag show in 1981 smashed their head on the floor and went into a coma and woke up in 1985 and was given this record it would feel recognizable mm -hmm. there's a lot of records on this list that maybe wouldn't 
but this one absolutely does. And it's tough. It's really sad to me that it's not more talked about. But I think there's... I actually think there's going to be a little resurgence, resurgence? on this one at some point. Related? Uh, uh, naked Raygun. Uh, si- similar lane. Oh, yeah. Similar lane of hyper-melodic. Yes. Uh, I think mo- people tend to put that more punk and this more hardcore. Although, Absolutely. Which is weird. Yeah, because really, yeah. these are kissing cousins. Yes. Uh but I feel like the but, Naked Ray Gun record, mm-hmm. if you wanted to play like a civilian, a punk record, you couldn't go wrong really playing them na- na- no. the Naked Ray Gun record. No, right. It's Reagan the most palatable record. of, the I think, any record on this. I agree. So, all Rise, so, yes. so this record's All Rise, right? That's 85. Yes. Uh, what's the one after that? I would put uh, Understand, maybe? Yes. Uh, uh, I would put that as, you could give that to any fucking... Yes. Uh, oh, you like... You think you like alt stuff, but maybe you're sticking a toe in. Give this a shot. There's no way that you're gonna hate it. You might not love it, but you're no way you're gonna hate <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, there's not. You're gonna. You can pull a tune from this one. Uh, but this is this is so uh, not elephant in the room. Just a mm-hmm. larger conversation. This is a huge tra- eighty-five huge transitionary period for melodic, or if you want to use the language, emotional hardcore. Yep. And also crossover are the two yep. biggest things this year. Yep. That are going in such, like the the machine, the machine is spiraling and just shooting things off yes. as it goes, and it's fascinating. Because the this is now 1985, you end up in being the first post first generation of hardcore bands. Yep. Like Minor Threat's not a band anymore. Negative Approach isn't a band anymore. All these bands, all these dudes are doing their new things. Yep. And uh, you're starting to see what that ends up being. Um, the other note I'll, I'll make, there's multiple records on this list that I think 07 sec- of 1985. So not contemporaries, but still while seven seconds is peak of their powers, who owe them credit. Yes. The the Unity You Are One EP, uh, Justice League Think or Sync. They're, they're, 100% they, on they the Justice League They wish they sounded like seven yes. They wish they were seven seconds. All right. So good transition, talking about crossover, because mm-hmm. that brings me to the next one on this list. COC animosity, erosion okay. of conformity. Does this record hold a special place for either of you at all? Uh, in in Europe, I ran out of shirts and I bought or I got a COC shirt from the free bin at a squat, mm. and it hadn't been cured, just printed. Oh yeah. So I wore it twice, and it bled. The ink bled all over my chest. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a lifelong memory. Uh, that's a lifelong memory. Um, no, uh, this record does not. It, it's not like an emotionally resonant record for me, or didn't come along at a time that m- mattered to me. Uh, I will say that it is, as far as crossover goes for me, this is kind of what I would want. You know what yeah. I mean? Like this, this is quite good. Uh, but but I don't know if I. It's not like that for me. I would tend to agree. I actually, um. As a kid, I got into social uh, social assertion. Uh, I've never gotten social assertion. Um, Corrosion of Conformity on that record called Blind. Uh-huh. Yes. Which is like 1992. Yep. Yes. Like which is like a stylistic shift. If right. I so like, I remember hearing that and not knowing like, about like the old, yep. yeah, like the hardcore version of Corrosion of yeah. Conformity. I was like a fucking 16-year-old watching fucking head, like Headbangers yes. Ball. I'm like, yep. this is great. And I bought the tape and everything. Then going back to this, it's fucking excellent. Yep. Yeah. But it wasn't like, this isn't the youth of today, sick of it all, AF thing stuff. Like how those no. things impacted me, it's mm-hmm. not. No. no. There it's are, I incredibly think there are people, well done. I think there are people uh, that just don't happen to be sitting in this room who do feel like this has a record. 100%. But, Guitar people. 
yeah, I, I think this is huge and you can hear it i went back and listened to eye for an eye which is the record that precedes this and you can hear a shift um in talent level in what they're doing totally cool this is one of the peak crossover records i think whether you're into the metal side or the punk side which undeniable this is going to be the most interesting conversation of 85 is Mm. the incredibly broad umbrella of crossover because there are records that are considered crossover classics from this year and they're operating on completely different levels, yeah. like like yes, uh, uh, ability wise, yes. uh, stylistic choices, totally different places. Yes, uh, placement in the larger world. Yes, yes. totally weird. Um, I think what Tom said is cool because if you've never heard COC, um, if you lean heavy in post twenty ten definition of heavy, you might want to start with technocracy or go to blind. If you're a punk, go to eye for an eye. If you're somebody who, you know, softball pitch to straightforward hardcore, eh, check out Animosity. It might hit you rich. Yeah. All right. I mean, is it is it fair to say Corrosion Conformity is one of the biggest bands from the hardcore scene that have, like, grown up to be something else? Because, I mean, like, Clean My Wounds was a big fucking song. They had some big tracks. Maybe. I think biggest band who evolved from, a, like, decidedly... Like, stayed the same band. And you can't argue that this band was from and... The hardcore scene, right? Yeah, like I, I don't know. Yeah, I think it has to be them and fucking butthole surfers. Hmm. Pepper was a big song. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, uh, it's weird because I, when clean my wounds, come on, dude. I, okay, so Tom, I, I think I have a guess where you're at on this. Ask uh, me, Patrick, and I'll let you know. Well, but, well, but Bob, I think would, your answer may surprise me. As a 16 year old, yes. Did you see this as hardcore? Yes. You did? Okay. Yes. And I assume you did. Yeah. Okay. Um, I really um, didn't. I re- this was metal to me. This sure. was on the edge for me. Okay. But it was, on- you know why? Because um, early records for me, Agnostic Front, the double record that had Victim in Pain mm-hmm. and Cause for Alarm. Right. And a friend had Eye for an Eye mm-hmm. and, some- and another friend had Animosity. And we were like, oh, this is the same band. Oh, it's sort of like that AF thing. Oh, you know, if somebody didn't make that connection, because then there's other stuff on this list. That's just metal to you. That's just metal yeah. to me. And if I put them together side by side, I'm like, not that different. Yeah, okay. Um, we're going to go geographic real quick. We're going to step side. We're going to go to New York for a second because New York was in a weird place. Very weird place. Um, it's sort of a transition and like right before New York really explodes, even though AF has victim in pain out. It's running the world. I think that's 83 or 84, something like that. New York this year. I'm just going to go through this quick. and We can touch on whatever we want to do. Token entry, ready or not, 7-inch. Very first token entry record. Coming Ollie singing. Sorry. Dude from Killing Time on vocals. Exactly. Yeah. NYC Mayhem demo. Psychosin Violent New World tape. Chromag's Age of Coral demo. Right. Ludacris demo. And the very first Rest in Pieces 7-inch. Um all these records compared to their, the stuff that came out after are all terrible. Correct. Right. So, Except for Before the Quarrel. The Age of Quarrel demo. Might. I don't oh, know. Don't even say it. A lot of people say that, though. A lot of people say it. But I feel it. like if you listen to like that Rest in Pieces stuff, it's really bad. It's really bad. Token really, Entry really 7 bad. Inch. Uh, it's not the same band. Not the same band. Chunks, Timmy Chunks compared to, to Anthony Cominale. It's not the same kind of vibe. Have you ever heard it? Token yes. Entry right or not? It's yes. so different. It's so. And another record that I do think owes seven seconds. Oh, 100%. I mean, Token Entry clearly does. 
Go go back. I'm sorry. There was a there the, towards the end of your list. There was Ludacris. No, no, uh, that one I actually don't know. I, I don't know. know. Ludacris demo. No, uh, rest in pieces. NYC Mayhem. Oh, rest in pieces. Yeah. Yes. Ah, is that just a shirt? Because that's not <sighs> all right. Good. Let's You'd talk. Be shocked. That's rest in pieces has good. some fans. Yep, if a lot I, of them. A lot of them. They're right, LP. But, uh, so so look, I hadn't no, heard this me. in years and years. Right, revisited it. Yes. No, did you revisit fans this would EP? be tough, man. <laughs> <laughs> I think that they have the the old gray mare stomp, which is the intro. Big. I think that great shirt, great LP cover, um, and I think that great name. And supposedly live, they really put on. I wasn't there for it, but I've always been told live they were a beast. Um, of all the New York stuff, all the classic stuff, couple tracks, but it doesn't pull me in. You know, it's it's hard to say this, but like as a dude who likes a lot of like the late 80s straight edge stuff, the upfront LP does nothing for me. That's Rest in Pieces is much better than upfront because I'm more into New York hardcore than that stuff. But it falls to me kind of in that like, oh, uh, this is kind of like the top of the second tier. Maybe maybe just firmly in the second tier. Firmly to me. Yeah. My Rage is a definitive hardcore like classic song. So you count yourself a fan? I would say I'm a fan. Okay. I got the, <laughs> we played with them. We just and saw you them. Were psyched. You were psyched. I was psyched to be able to play with them. Yeah, it's it was like them and Grove Biscuit. History, yeah. I don't know. No, I mean, did he make the right call going back to Sick of It All? Yes. I think he did. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so uh, Beyond or Rest in Pieces on record? I think it's Beyond. Beyond. On record 100%. Yeah. Live? I could live. Say. I could Armand kind of, kind of great. Yeah, I believe that. I believe that. Token what? entry on record or rest in pieces. Token entry. Warzone on record or rest in pieces. I don't think I even need to ask Warzone. that one. Yeah, um, yeah, Warzone. Like I'm trying to think of, like the breakdown stuff. I like more sheer terror or or rest in pieces. Sheer, sheer terror. terror. Sheer terror. Yeah. So it's it's sort of deep cut. They're not top. They're no, not. They're not cut. varsity. They're no outburst or rest in pieces. I think I go outburst. I think I'll go rest in pieces. Okay, there you go. Yeah. Um, of that other stuff, clearly the Age of Coral demo is great. Um, yeah. It's not as good as the Age of Coral, but it's very good. Ludacris demo, cool. You know, um, NYC Mayhem has gained traction because people have kind of imp- been into like how they were kind of gnarly, noisy crossover sort of metal influence stuff. But if you like this more than the straight ahead 12 inch, you're crazy. Ooh. Although, this is credited yeah, with being the originator of the blast beat. Yes. Is that true? Yes. Interesting. Which is really interesting because I thought a lot about it because I was talking about seven seconds from beat, which is very fast, but never blast. And it's like, oh, this is like trot fast. Like there's the gallop beat. Yeah. It's faster than the gallop, but it's not It's not blasting at any point. So so New York was in a weird space. Uh, 86 was a really big year for New York. New York. Um, you guys want to take 95 down to D.C. for a minute? Let's please start at the top. Hey, guys, can I get on this? Boom. I see you ready, set. Um, minor Threat, Salad Days. So what's funny is Minor Threat had been broken up for two years. Yeah. This material wasn't out there, which is so funny. It was a posthumous release. Really? It, it, like, is, is, it a, is this? Could we say to Ian, like, Yo, weird flex, man. 100%. Like, weird flex that you put this out, and it's like, holy He might be shit. the OG weird flexer. 
I think, I think he he's is. listened to this like three times on Discord. Like he, yeah. he's a weird guy. I like, know. Uh, yeah, it's so good. What's the song Salad Days make you think about? Um, it's a great ending. Mm-hmm. Like it's the equivalent of when we talked about the whole like Bane knowing their end before, while they could write the record. It's the yep. same idea. It's Jordan hitting the shot over Brian Russell. You should jazz. Fair. Wins the championship. Just jerking him out of his fucking shoes, knocking him down to one knee and hitting the fucking... Oh, man. I, I, I think it's an angrier song and like... It's a fuck you. Yeah. It's so Good wild. fuck you. Good melodic yeah. fuck you. Yeah. It made me wonder if anyone else was from the band was in the studio when he did it. I was like, man, I wonder what this was like. Well... He mentioned the Joni and Chachi on the record, which be, would be great. Being totally disillusioned by a thing that you built it's yeah. got to feel such an interesting way, you know. What I mean, yeah. like, what what a human experience that is to be on the ground floor or something, see it take a path that doesn't make any sense to you, and then just throw your hands in the air and say, "Suck a dick." This and then, yeah. and then come back in a year with Embrace. Embrace no, uh, the Embrace record is okay. Yes. So the Embrace record actually comes out late too. I want to say because yes. Embrace was around this year. They're around, but the Embrace record wow. comes out after they were ba- after they broke like up. Eighty nine, yeah, they were. I think they, it's I think it's before then, but okay, but they were well broken up. Yes, before uh, their record came out. Yes. yes, so they played all the shows they've ever played with no without an album. Yes. Yeah. yes. Oh, I didn't know that. That's pretty. Well. That was a big style for all these yeah. DC bands. Um, that's a really good way of putting it about holidays. Is that I think it's super relatable. Anybody who's made something or been a part of something and seen it go away, you didn't maybe didn't maybe agree is a strong word with, but in a way that you weren't with. And you're like, huh. And that sometimes can just be the way that you planned. Like, yeah. And you can just think, oh, I, I, I wanted it this way because that's the way I saw it. Maybe now the, I maybe, now I am different. Right. And I'm seeing it differently. Man can't stand in the same river twice. How many, show, how many shows do you think Embrace played? I'm Eight. saying six. Nine. Nine. Okay. They started in the summer of 1985 yep. and were done by yep. spring 86. Right. Yep. So this yep. was, I, we should mention that, this was Revolution Summer. The, yes. The, the, this is Revolution Summer's yes. 85. Yes. So uh, it came out in 87. Yes. And for people that don't know, um, there was two good Revolution Summer bands. Everything else sucks. Yeah, that's just the reality. Uh, you can find tracks from a thing or two. So what do you say? I, right to spring and embrace? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this Marginal Man record is bad. Yeah, I don't like it. No, it's not good. Let's uh, go through some of these real quick. A, yeah. Let's we'll save Rides of Spring to the end because I, I we, we got a lot to say. Beef Eater plays for lovers. I wish I tried to like Beef Eater. No, terrible. you can't. It's, it's impossible. fucking terrible. It's impossible. It this, is terrible. This is a intentionally aggravating circus music. Uh Rich Miles had so if you um would like to talk about Beef Eater, our buddy Rich Miles likes them. He can go into this. We last time we shit on Beef Eater, he uh he hit me up and was like, Yeah, I actually like him. He's the only person I know who likes Beef Eater. It's really bad. Really bad. Scream this side up. This isn't the Scream record. No, but it might be better. Really? Yeah. I hate Scream. This was alright. This is alright. I gotta revisit this one. Uh I, have you ever heard the band, the post scream band? Wool. Um, what is it? Wool. Yes. Have you ever heard Wool? Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like that. It's like proto that. Closer, closer. Oh, interesting. It's not that. But One it's thing closer. I would like to point out, and Scream kind of reminded me of this, and it's really kind of Greg Ginn. His guitar playing is literally all over all of the shit. Yes. Yeah. It is so incredible. Yes. Like when you hear it, you're like, oh my god! Like everything in 1985 was. A Greg Ginriff. Well, imagine, a lot of pulling. A imagine lot. being ambitious. You want to be able to play like a fucking hero, but yes. there's nobody 
there's nobody else in your lane. You know yes. what I mean? Like and he's it. Yeah. Okay. Here so I go. much of so much black flag and yeah. stuff that and you would never think and different things. Yeah, yeah, that you would never think would be influenced. Like, would you think Scream was influenced by Black Flag? You'd probably say no. No. You know what's a, that's an amazing thing, and we touched on this on an episode we already recorded about that in the Discord stuff. We don't hear very much bad brains. Hear a lot more Black Flag all over the Discord stuff in different kind of weird ways. Yeah, they take from some of the weird yeah. shit. Um, Reptile House, I stumble as the crow flies. I actually kind of really like this. I like this yeah. record a lot. Yeah. I didn't know anything yeah. about it before. Yeah, I like this one a lot. Is this a Discord band? Is this a DeSoto yeah. band? What is this deal? So this is uh, two members of Lungfish. Yes. Uh, oh, pre-Lungfish, <laughs> yep. obviously. Mm-hmm. So this is the pre-Lungfish act. Uh, what? It's not a Discord band, though, is it? I don't it think it is. It might be adjacent to I it. It could it be a Discord band. I have it in the Discord. It might just be my DC section. Uh, I don't think it is, but... Yeah. Uh, I don't think they were a Discord band because they did records with other labels. Uh, they also have, I think they had two releases total. Plus, uh, there's some I, Dan Higgs is in this. Yes, I didn't yeah. realize that. Uh, I really like this. I'm I'm glad that you enjoyed it. Not knowing this record came it. out cool. on. This yeah. is a split. This is a Discord split release. Discord oh. and Druid Hill. Right? Okay, they were also on a label called Merkin. Merkin, yeah. <laughs> Which Merkin um, has Merkin. Yeah, there's some weird ties from this side, Reptile House. And then Lungfish to the like weird moss icon scene sure. too. Yeah. And which London May was in this. Mm-hmm. So from the Misfits and yes. uh, from Sam uh, Rosemary's Sam Babies. Samhain, yeah. So this is uh, I don't know. I I don't consider this a particularly ambitious release. Just a very solid one that is not anything. Do you know what I mean? Like it's not hardcore. It's not the emo core, if you want to call it that. It, it it's just this kind of driving rock that you couldn't put anywhere 1985 else. is full of this kind of stuff where uh, we're gonna get to a whole section of this where i'm like oh this feels like roots of this but it's also echoing this shit and it's like a weird year there's a lot of transition yeah. so if you're if you're interested in finished products of sound 85 is not the year for no, you if you're no. looking for awkward growth 85 might appeal to you a little better um marginal man double image not good Oh, which I, I liked it. No, which, yeah, I tried to like it. I just remember because H2O did that song Friend. Oh, yeah. Way back when. And that's the only song I knew from it before, and it's not very good. There's a lot of DC also rants that we don't talk about. Gray yeah. Matter, Food for Thought. Uh, there is Gray Matter material I like. This is not it. There's a couple tracks on this that are rougher than I remember it being. Mm-hmm. You want to talk about bad production? Jesus, this yeah. is rough. This I have, a, a, cool rough t- I have a cool tie-in because I did research while I was listening to Gray yes. Matter. Do you know about the Gray Matter comic book? Oh, I do. It's Steve Niles. He, he, yes. he he's a uh, thanks, man. What a guy. He's fucking Sorry, assholes. Don't mean to take it away from you. Um, <laughs> I was all excited. I'm like, I could talk to these dorks about Steve comic books. Niles. Okay, so thirty days a night. I got it out yes. before he's dead. Woo! All right, fuck it. For people that don't know, uh, I get hit up by our listeners that are into comic books, trying yes. to create comic books of their own and and, and everything, and I think that's cool. Um, Steve Niles is as OG as you can be. Yes. Uh, he was doing horror comics when there was. We're talking zine level. There was no market yeah, whatsoever. You know, let me give you a little Steve Niles fun fact that you'll appreciate. Um, do you know who from the New York world did a comic book with Steve Niles? I do not. Billy from Side by Side. No shit. Yep. I did not know that. Horror book, yeah. It's pretty cool. Uh, this was in the 
like kind of like almost outlaw comics. You couldn't like yeah. not every store f- carried. You'd have to go buy it at see here. But you, you you'd have yes. to go buy it exactly. You'd have to go buy it like uh, like Gore Shriek was big at the time, but not big. <laughs> I'm talking about like you Is know. That a- Genre or is that a store? No, that no that oh. that that's a anthology comic that was okay. like, you know. So that you you could go to a comic book store that would carry this stuff, but it's in one section, kind of over right. in the back, and like not everyone. The yeah, yeah no. behind the beads. Like, yeah, even, really. no, even though there's no sex, it's just behind yeah, the beads. Like nobody. Yeah. Shout out to Fanico Comics. Yes, precisely. But uh, Steve Niles should be an inspiration to a lot of people uh, who, uh, you know, he's gone through different stages of his own feelings on his career because 30 days of night was famously a million dollar property. Uh, and if you listen to him, he's like, he's very frank. He says he didn't, he actually, okay. So I'm going to say a bunch of shit that he said on record. So yes, so so it's not out of turn. Yeah. Uh, he makes more money than he ever anticipated making because he was basically making zines essentially. Right. For years. Uh, struggling, and then has this windfall. Again, mm-hmm. it's a million dollars, but he says he never saw that million. It, you know, it goes through three different hands before sure. it reaches him. But it's more money than he ever anticipated. And this is all him, right? This is all him. Well, no, he didn't draw it. Uh, but it, okay. it's... He then... He said this on record. His wife at the time, their relationship is failing. She's spending money at an incredible rate, and he right. is ignoring this because he's just unhappy and avoidant. Right, he just doesn't want to deal sure. with this, so he locks himself in a room and just commits to as many things as he's offered. Which, when you have a million dollar deal, is a million many. things, right? And then he just allows his relationship, his life, etc., to just Sorry. crumble around sure. him. Uh, and it's just this tragic. And now he seems quite happy. I think he lives in the desert with a, with, with a, a a new partner and a, and a turtle, a large turtle. But he. Uh, Seems like a happy guy now, but it's this. Is he still in comics? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. But he was. Uh, I think he had a. Uh, again, this might be me speaking out of turn. I think he had an alcohol problem for a minute because there was just success was brutal. He wasn't ready for it. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. when you are so used to that struggle being ignored, and yes, being yes. ignored, and you are not. Right. You're in a genre where you can never succeed. Now, was his was his book picked up after the um, twenty eight days later thing started? Uh, yes, I believe it was. Like, was that like, because wasn't that like the kind of zombie. Zombie, re- zombie Yeah. <laughs> that might be right. Let's see what, what year 30 Days of Night. Uh, let's see. 30 Days of Night was picked up for film. It, the film was made in 2007, uh, but it was. So that means early aughts, right? It was purchased on. Uh, okay, so he. Uh, that's right. He originally wrote this as a screenplay. Uh, and just Hollywood shit on him, and he was like, "Okay, well, I work in comics. I'll go do what I do." We'll do you this. Uh, and went and did that. Uh, probably sold around two thousand two or three, uh, and sold for a lot of money at the time. There was just like a run at that time. This, everything felt new and fresh, and there was a big pop right there. Yeah, a lot of people were getting a lot of money for properties. Um, government issue. Give us stab or give us death. Any any love anything government issue? Yes. Government issue. Give a stab or give a stab. This is the best material, and this is a terrible band. Yeah. Okay. This is. I don't think f- you think they're terrible. Th- I, I don't think, think this is. I the, think the, I like the first EP, like the old Discord. I like that. The legless. Uh, legless bowl. Yeah. Uh, I don't like 
anything from this band, never have. I considered the love that this, like, it's like fake fraudulent. love. It's yeah. fake love. Yeah. Uh, but on this listen, you were in. I was in. Okay. I like this material. I think they're very underrated. I didn't yeah. get in. I didn't get to this record. What do you think of this? Tell me about it. Uh, it's actually pulling from the era. It's more melodic. It sounds yep. like an actual band. Yeah. Uh, they're a better melodic hardcore band than they ever were a hardcore more, band. Yeah. Uh, I hate this band. And do you I, really? I do. And I think that this is good material. Why the hate? Uh, because you think it's a band, a name service, a lip yes, service band? Okay. It was a band that I've never, I've never witnessed anybody listen to it, and yet it was name-checked my entire childhood. Fair. I put it at the bottom of the Discord For singles. Sure. Um, and yeah, I can't, to be honest, I haven't listened to it in 15 years. Probably. Yeah, I mean, I don't revisit it, but I, yeah. I, I always go, oh, I see why people love this. Yeah. And like, John Stabb is like a, Rest in peace. He was, yeah. you know, sort of a legend. Sure. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, but like we talked about it with... He's an OG punk. Yeah, mm. and, but we've talked about it with Warzone. Sometimes yeah. sometimes that uh, having a huge personality is is kind of your gift to the you know whole culture. And this band, Stab was a personality, but more so, this is a band with a cool name and cool imagery. Sure. Ended up on a lot of shirts. Sure. Mm-hmm. Also kind of a weird... Um, but this record probably is underrated. Right, like oh, this, I don't think yeah, people talk absolutely. about this. I don't absolutely. think I don't think people give government issue the musical time of day. No, it's a lip service band. Uh, but this was surprisingly good. Let's get to the second best record out of this list because Salad Days is still better, right? Then, Rights of Spring, self-titled. Yes, uh, Salad Days is still better, but, but the- Rights of Spring is. So on list, listen, I was doing a bunch of yard work, cleaning out the woods behind my house and doing some shit, turning some compost. And listen to this record, and I was like, oh, this is a really good record. It is. Do you go it's headphones really good or do you record. go Bluetooth speaker? Bluetooth speaker when I was doing it. Nice. Usually I go headphones, okay. but I was Bluetooth speaker, and so the whole the whole neighborhood was catching some rights yeah, of spring good, yesterday. Good, good. And then some of the records we get later, which I was like, eh, this is <laughs> weirder. It makes so much sense to me that this isn't a record that 16-year-old me could feel. Mm. I think I was too young yeah. to really catch it, because even Embrace... Embrace, I heard, and it was like, this is great. I got it right away. I think Rites of Spring maybe compared to Embrace, because they're always going to be compared. It's much more challenging than Embrace. Much more challenging. I feel like this is closer to Fugazi than Embrace was. For I agree. sure. No question. Right. And em- this Embrace is, is just slowed down Minor Threat. Yes. You know what I mean? Like that, that's what and it Ian is. And Ian just has a voice that yeah. is so like, <laughs> he doesn't really have a, as much of a relatable voice. No. And I think he's singing about He's like the Dylan of hardcore. And I mean, this is a band I think I've talked about, like it doesn't connect with me the same way. And I've tried many times because when I was 16, I was like, everything about this band is something I love. But the music didn't hit me the way I wanted it to. Right. And now I'm like, okay. Because I'm like, I know these songs even though it's never been a band. And yeah, I was listening, sure. I'm like, this is just a great record. I mean, if you like, this is an undeniable important record. Too. 100%. And if you listen to this and embrace, Fugazi makes a lot more sense. Early Fugazi, yeah, I agree with Then they get to weird and funky. Well, they, they evolve, right? Oh, yeah, you know of course. I mean? Like, when you think about the marriage of those two things, it yeah. makes a lot of sense. Their evolution, we should do the Fugazi deep dive at some point. I, I could definitely hear that if that's what you're asking. Yeah, can you turn it down? Oh, sure. Like all the way down so sure, we can sure. turn on something. Oh yeah, good idea. Sure. Thank you. Uh, um, go, go on. But no, I think if you, we should do a deep dive on Fugazi and talk about the musical evolution, and really go heavy on it. But I, I don't know. I think this right Supreme record, much like Seven Seconds, if you are avoiding it because it's too melodic for you or you think it's not in your world, I triple dog dare you to listen to it. If you were over the age of twenty five. 
If you're 24 and under and just like to hit each other, <laughs> give this Is one a couple li- years. Do we have that list. We got a few. Okay. Bless up. We love you. Yeah, yeah, fuck it. Thanks for listening. Um but if you are more if you're looking for something, this record hits on some topics. I just think it's a I don't say this in a negative way. I think it's a more mature record. Yes. I think it's a mature fucking no doubt. sensibility to the whole thing. Yeah. I don't know. It's great. Do, do you remember the first time you heard this record? Was this did you hear this before you did your Discord deep dive? I imagine yes. you might have. Yes. yes. Okay. Yes. It was this and embrace early. Yes, because those are for lack of a better word, Embrace yeah. is a kid band. You and I mean? think I think in the late 90s, those two records were seen uniformly still as like canon, you need to hear this. This is a top 50 record you got to hear. Sure. Right? I think also when I was entering hardcore, I think Embrace was in, uh, in like vogue? going through like a little renaissance, yeah. like a little like, hey, listen to Embrace. Absolutely. You know? uh, Rise of Spring, maybe not as much at that time. Uh, yeah, that's true. But, but it's right there. If you really right there, like yeah. this Embrace thing, you're going to check this out. Yeah. Yeah, I I don't know. I, I I do wonder what it would be like if you hear Rights of Spring and you've just been listening to Power Trip, Incendiary, Turnstile, Trapped Under Ice. Oh, that's a, now. I, you know what should, I mean? We should do like a weird like uh, get kids in a Russian testing sort of thing like the cosmonauts, you know? Yes, yes, where it's like, Make yeah, we listen. took these babies from birth and yeah. here they are. I know. We might be able to find some young listeners Yo, if you're young and in the New York metro area and you haven't heard any of this shit we've talked about, hit us up because maybe we'll have you on and yeah, play Yeah, but don't lie. Cosmonaut. I can tell a liar. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll test you out. All right. So that was DC. DC, for those who don't know, Revolution Summer, explain, explain what that concept is, Patrick. Uh, basically, people's bands that they were noted for dissolved. Uh, and this is probably an Ian thing, but this the, 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 the DC had much more of a... I don't want to say planned or organized, but they had ideas versus spots like New York and Boston. You know what I mean? Just there was ideas. Yeah. So, well, because they had a leader. Right. So it was, <clears throat> hey, uh, let's all form bands, uh, you know, for this summer, this year. Like, let's, l- let's play shows. Let's uh, uh, just throw it all against the wall and, and see how it shakes out, you know? And, and was that like the... Was that the thought going into it? Did they know this is? Did they go like the BBC route and just be like, "Is it going to be a short term thing?" Yes. No matter what happened. Yeah. Well, I don't know if they were uh, legally obligated to break up. No, no. But I'm saying, like, were they one of those things? Like, if Embrace took off or whatever, would they have been like, "Sorry, we only said we're going to do it." (laughs) Some bands stuck around for two years. You know what I mean? But right, right, right. And this is in like response to like the more like violent stuff that happened with yeah. Uh, threat and New York and Boston and it, it it uh yeah I guess it was a pushback on all that um yeah I uh, <laughs> interestingly you'll see that it's like if you read like the Wikipedia on it it'll tell you that you know it was a stance against violence a stance against sexism but I I'm gonna be frank with you what was there one band with a woman in it in this time like like this wasn't right. this wasn't a very good stance against no. sexism if it was but no. you know what I mean it was uh, it's I mean, a hard question it's a hard conversation it's also maybe not so we look at uh, we look at inclusion as being part and parcel of a stance now but honestly. 1985. It's entirely possible that their stance, their standing up against sexism, was just purely content. You know, what I mean, it, it had nothing to do with who was singing in a band. It was, hey, let's pull this away from things that we mu- that even we might have said. 
this is me winking yeah. because yes. some of these people said these things. Yep. Uh, and they realized uh, a couple years down the line. Yeah. Uh, well, right. Well, we like, don't like what that did. I mean, anyone who has had an impact on somebody who's younger. I mean, at this point, they were 24 years old, go, oh, right? Shit. Like these, these were mid-20s guys, 24, 25. Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah, let's so, say, yep. So, uh, you they, feel a lot different than when you were yeah. 18. So, so they were probably feeling maybe a little gross over things that... Look, actually, let me put it like this. Let's say that you're Ian. You don't just feel bad for everything you've done in your life. You feel bad for everything you've inspired because you've inspired so much. Yes. So, like, let's say was, that... I mean, straight edge did get violent, yeah, even back sure. then. Yeah, Sure. So let's I mean, say part of it. So let's say that you, let's say that you put an idea into the world and it's unrecognizable to you, and then you're dealing with the fact that oh maybe it's more recognizable than I think because maybe this was me. Correct. You know, what yeah, I mean? sure. And that's I think that is what makes some of the content of this is there is a little bit of a like, uh, groan at the situation and the way things turned and twisted. But also some self-reflection of being like, but I know why. Sure. I know that this was not, this was, I am not exolve, I'm not absolving myself from this right. reality. Which, uh, you know, it's really interesting, um, this decision they made. And, and you're right, it, it lasted a, a year-ish. Yeah. And, it, and many it, people were done. I mean, it was like spring to spring. Yes. You know what I mean? Yep. Like, yep. Um, also, something that people often get confused, Dag Nasty, not really a part of. No, no but musically, you could certainly... It makes sense. Yeah, yeah. it makes sense. You know, but 100%. We're watching WrestleMania while we record. There so, you go. There the pre-show. Morgado's there. I don't know who's... Oh, is he? I don't know who's uh, who is involved in wrestling. Who wrestles? There was a guy Ronda that I Rousey. Saw, there was a guy that I saw that I actually liked, but I don't recall his name. He looked like a like a potato farmer. Oh, that's the potato farmer. Tom doing just, really well. Tom just gave me a look. Is potato farmer a racist term? I don't even know what that means. <laughs> like, I'm taking it as an Irish insult, so I might punch you in the fucking dick. <laughs> yeah, he, just, he looked. Uh, let me say it like this: He looked like a Montana dirt farmer. Is that is that, yeah. like like the only like thing was he, he heavy? Was he muscular? Was thing, he, he wasn't muscular. The only thing he yields <laughs> is dirt. Um, all right. What, what dirt yield. We all right. We're we're gonna leave uh, DC, and we're certainly gonna move somewhere quick. Unity, you are one. This sucks fucking dick. You don't like it I at all. I hate this. Really? Do you like Uniform Choice? No. But okay. this but this was brutal. Th- this so, I really... Uh, uh, let me ask you... Uh, hold on. I'm going to leave the conversation just uh-huh. a second. Go. You like Uniform Choice, correct? I, lo- I love right. Uniform Choice. Do you love this? I don't love this. This EP, I don't love. Okay. They do a 12-inch that's a much different sound that I like. Okay. Because this was hard for me. Like this right is, out the gate, I was like, oh no. Positive mental <laughs> attitude. <laughs> I was like, this is worse than I remember. Is it a little bit like this? A little bit. A little bit like this. Like Wrestle- WrestleMania. A little like WrestleMania. Uh, you know what? I'd rather be at, I'd rather be next to the guy that's screaming in my ear at WrestleMania mm-hmm. the whole time. Really? Yeah. I really did is not. Is that like the this. vibe of this to an outsider? So. Tom, how do you feel about Unity? Have you thought about them in a long time? Um, not until I listened to this record again. Mm-hmm. Um, I did go back when I was a kid. Yeah. Well, not even a kid, but like when Ignite was a thing. Yes. I went back because there was some crossover and I think member sharing and all that sort of stuff. Yes. Um, it's B-level uniform choice. Mm-hmm. Not bad, but not good. And so the, the long story of this is that... Um, when they were a band, Unity actually predates Uniform Choice, but kind of side by side. But the singer 
was not Pat Dubar, the dude who sings in Uniform Choice, but he came and sang on these records because it was some shared members and friends and the dude who sang couldn't sing, so they, they he sang. Um, this is a cool, cooler record than it is good. <laughs> I agree with that. <laughs> um, there's some parts that are really like the song Straight On View. Cool. You know, I could put that in my head right now. But overall, I like um, Blood Days better, which is a weird take. But do you take? And it's not even close to Uniform Choice. Just you, straight up. Do you take notes? Do you guys take notes on this stuff as yes, you listen I to do. it? Sometimes, yeah. Here's my note for Here Unity. Uh, Taylor Williams in 2019. Oh, you made me laugh. Got you. I can't say I don't know what she looks like anymore. Fuck. Uh, Pretty good. So you she got her eyes closed though. So okay, she didn't it doesn't see count. You. I can't. Yeah. She didn't look at you. Um, yeah. Here's my note for Unity. I wish this didn't exist. <laughs> Why? That was my note. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a, when people get in their bag on like anti straight edge hardcore bands, anti youth crew kind of vibe, or they're super in the like, we're about to start this song. And right now, I'm going to tell you the song title. <laughs> Fucking sucks. It starts here. Yeah, yeah. It starts here. Yes, you can blame these people. It starts here. Um, I got neighbors. Cool I got record. you. I got you. I'm getting excited. I'm in my excited. WrestleMania is on, so they know. They yeah, know there's gonna be hooting and hollering. Yeah, I'm sure everyone, yeah, sure everyone here, all yeah. the people from Columbia, yeah. are really excited that WrestleMania is on. <laughs> what do we got? Youth of today can't close my eyes. Seven inch positive force records. Wait, let's do that then. Okay. Unity. This Unity release versus. Can't close, uh, my, can't eyes. close yes. my eyes. Let's do it like that. Can't touch this. Same worlds, right? It's not even close, though. Yeah. It's not even close. Not even close. That's what I find so fascinating. How do you about feel the- as a non believer? Uh, it's not close, right? Youth of Today is a band. Unity, th- I don't know what this is. I don't know what this is. Oh this is God. trash. Wow. Everyone who's straight edge over the age of 40 just got so mad at you. <laughs> a, I know where they're going. No, gonna, maybe Tell the director right to me. I know. I know. So, um, youth of Today, I can't close my eyes. The first Youth of Today record, I think they're like. 11. Maybe yeah, like 18, <laughs> 19 right yes. here, something like that. Young. Um, there's two, so the most the e- the easier on the ears version of this is a twelve inch. They redid some of the vocal parts. They redid some the rapping. The rapping isn't on the original seven inch version. Tragedy. It's I have super faith. bad. Yeah, <laughs> it's really sad. Can't get me down. Um, this is a seminal a record. I Chose the right. Yeah, well, mm-hmm. doesn't work. It doesn't work that well. It doesn't in work that well in 2019. <laughs> um, this is an important record, and I Bangers. enjoy it. It is great. There's, uh, I think we've talked about it a little bit before. This is a teenage record in content and style and capabilities. As they get better as a band, lyrically, Ray has a lot more to say. But he's saying shit that like a teenager would say. Yeah. Expectations. Please don't expect too much from me. Yo, at least two thirds of this room can say that right now. I mean, hell, hell yeah. I mean, everyone can say that. Yeah, everyone in this room can say that. You just are an accomplished professional. Yes. You have a doctorate. We've got Mr. Job over there. Yeah, uh, you Mr. Know Mr. Dad Job. here. Mr. Job. I feel like every... I'm looking at the set, the yeah, song. Read, read, read us the tracks. So these are nine songs on this one, right? Yep. Is that correct? Yep. Before they turn into the LP? Yes. Expectations? Banger. They play it. Crucial Times? Banger. Banger. I Have Faith? Banger. Banger. Uh, Youth of Today? <laughs> Banger. Banger. Take a Stand? Absolute banger. Top five. Positive outlook. Banger. banger. Can't close my eyes. Banger. banger. We just might. Also banger. Super hard. Super and hard. And youth crew. Yep. I mean, God almighty, it started a fucking genre. 
so uh, this record's crazy. This record comes out before Uniform Choice, Screamer for Change. This record comes out before Age of Quarrel. This record comes out before a so lot of stuff. Crazy. This is in the episode where we did with uh, Greg from Trial. We talk about this. This is a band who looked at the first wave of hardcore, started to see what they were doing afterwards, and were like, nah, nah, dudes, we want that. And we're unabashed about being like, yeah, we were fans of... We were, we are fans of Negative Approach. We were, we are fans of Antidote. We were, we are fans of Minor Threat. This is what we want. We're making this music. This is not just... That wasn't just a sound of a time. This is now a genre. Because you said they made a genre because of the youth crew thing. They made a genre. If you want my argument, there's other bands who are doing it too. But this record codifies hardcore. 100%. It's crazy. And you, and you it's can also buy the 12 crazy. inch on Run for Cover. There yes, you, you go. Can. Shout out. There you go. Yeah. I redesigned and that. What a record. fucking cover. Mm-hmm. The Rev covers, right? You did those? I redid this when we went back to the originals. Yeah. Yeah. The original dude, the 7 inch. That cover is so fucking iconic. It's yep. so shitty, but it's awesome. So shitty, yep. and it's so undoable again. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like no. When bands attempt it now, it's I just, just want to puke on It's you. cosplay. Yeah, exactly. So Ray Capo looks like a different human in every record. Yes, he does. Can we be honest? He's, yeah, he's young. Dude, he's he's like a... 18. He might literally be... Yeah, 18 right there. Um, This can't be something you really like, right? No. 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 But you acknowledge it. You know what it is. I mean, we've talked about it. It's... Uh, I kind of... I like Youth of Today much more when I'm not listening to them. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, you know, you I mean, like the energy of it. That's what it is. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I do wonder... I wonder, without some of the like more revival things, like the late 90s, the, the whole youth crew revival type thing, blah, 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 where youth of today would stand canonically. Um, like, And I, we say these words, some people get mad about it, but like, where would youth of today stand if there, weren't, there wasn't essentially a preservation society around them? Oh, I don't I don't know. That's tough, man, because uh, they put out a lot of material. You know what I mean? But like if seven seconds can almost be forgotten by right, because hardcore I, kids. That's right. Because there's not they don't they aren't protected in the same way. Right. You know what I mean? And that's what I think about because these records were crazy important. I I want to know, but in the same way that's memorable to people like Tom, Pat, myself, when American Nightmare came around, not only was it popular not only live was it a thing, not only was it something that felt like spreading wildfire, it also changed the way people dressed and changed the way bands sound or sounded around them. Right, and, and they I had think the internet to do it. Right, and I think that... With. Right, and I think Youth of Today basically did a very similar thing. Um, right, just by touring. Just by and touring zines. and zines. It's crazy, and like, yeah. And it's like holy shit you know what i mean like people were seeing pictures of the way these dudes dressed in a zine or the one time they came through their town and were like that's what i'm going to dress like now that's what i'm going to be like and it's so crazy to put that into perspective when you compare it and go oh shit youth of today had the an effect 16 years before 15 years before by the way um the first an record came out closer to the release of this record than right now jesus that's fucked up, right? Just made me feel 300 years old. Welcome to Methuselah Hour. <laughs> um, all right. Let's continue down the winding road. I think we got a couple quick hits here. No, maybe not. DRI dealing with it? I don't care about this. 
crossover at its finest. Uh, I like this better. I like this record more than um, Animosity, but it's close. Well, um, this is more fun. This yeah, fun. it's. I mean, it's awesome. These dudes are like the OGs of this type of style. I prefer Thrash Zone because it's a little oh, bit more metal. Yeah. Than it hardcore. is a little bit more metal, yeah. Um, but you can't go wrong with this. I feel like more people need to listen to this. I think they'd be into it if they gave it a shot. I totally agree, especially if you're into harder and faster stuff. Yeah. Like, yeah, which has become kind of in vogue. Yeah, it is. I agree. If you like shit on Close Casket, listen to some TRI records. Yeah. That's an that's an listen to Thrash Zone. Yeah, you might actually. I think Thrash that's Zone. the most mm-hmm. palatable. All right, let's go to SST Land. Who's do New Day Rising and Flip Your Wig. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, this is Chad Nicefield. And this is Justin Press. We're the host of Making Waves, the Shiprock Podcast, a part of the Sound Talent Media Podcast Network. We're inviting you to sail away with us on an epic journey in musical enlightenment. Every week, we bring you only the best artists in rock music and discuss everything from the cruise to the stage to the saga of being a professional recording artist. We'll have lots of special guests along the way, so tune in every week. Your stateroom is available every Monday morning, so welcome aboard. What's up, everybody? I am Finn McKenty, host of the Punk Rock NBA podcast, part of the Sound Talent Media Podcast Network. My podcast is all about doing what you love for a living, and every week I sit down and talk to people who have done exactly that. For example, musicians like Tommy from Between the Buried Me, Matt from Periphery, Lil Lotus and Shinigami, among many others, photographers, artists, designers, YouTubers like Glenn Fricker and Sarah Dietschy, and I unpack exactly how they got to where they are today with the goal of helping you do the same. So if that sounds cool, you can listen and subscribe at SoundTalentMedia.com, and I'll see you there. So, okay, there's Minutemen releases this year. There's Husker Du releases this Minute year. Minutemen, three-way tie for last. This is also the year that D. Boone dies in a car accident. Right. Black Flag goes nuts. In My Head, The Process of Weeding Out, Loose Nut, and the Live 84 cassette come out. Ultimate respect for a band I don't like. You know what I mean? <laughs> Ultimate <laughs> respect. I got to talk about Loose Nut for a second. And then we can talk about Descendants, who release I Don't Want to Grow Up, the LP, and then Bonus Fat, which is just a compilation of things. Um, Husker Du. Bob Old is one of my favorite songwriters ever, so... No shit. Yeah. I did not know Sugar that. Sugar is you. one of my favorite bands ever. Legit. Really? Legit. You like Sugar more than Husker do? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I feel... Copper Blue is literally one of, like, my top, record. like, ten favorite records ever. It's a good record, for sure. Um, But I think these records are great. To think, like, people were so... Like, how do you put out two LPs in a year? How do you put two out two LPs on low money that both sound fairly good for what they are? Sure. Yes. Uh, right. And... Recorded in hours, basically. Yes, agree. Like, <laughs> and, like if you told me this record was recorded over a weekend, I believe you. Yeah, I think one of their releases certainly was. Yeah, yes. I mean, and sounds better than most of. Which look, when we talk about recording quality, again, I think that there's no hope for a heavy band. You got to record. You got just got to spend that money. But f- a lot of times, if you are just an absolute tone master, if you're like a little tone monster, you can. Sometimes get Don't away look. with low, low fucking expenses. Yeah, because uh, you know your instrument so well. Um, this is, uh, I think, Husker Du suffers from uh, a barrier to entry of almost too many songs. 
it's right. per album too much like there's just too much going on uh but and also it and the is, songs aren't short no and, and you know what there's some choices made and in. i think here's a funny thing about who's do barrier entry too many songs too many records i think their best titled records aren't their best I think their best looking records aren't their best. And so their best sounding records are neither the records that have the coolest title or coolest album covers, which is yeah. a weird thing to say. But no, I got, true. I got, I ordered Zen Arcade when I was a teen, being like, yeah, this record's called Zen Arcade. This sounds cool. And it's fine. fine. Not their best. It's not their best. They, they're a band that would really, really help themselves with like a descendant summary type. Oh yeah, here's the hits a, yeah. from that, our records. Yeah, if that that was my introduction to Descendants. Yes, with some a lot of people. Yes. And then you go back and kind of get the, but like if you are a Descendants fan and only own Summary, yeah, you're good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, mean, I you, think you can go deep because if you want more songs, mm-hmm. but if you're going to see them live in the last fucking however long twenty years, they play those songs. I I go for Who's Gonna Do Candy Apple Gray. I like their that's my favorite of their sure. records, but it also. I don't know if it's their last, but it's late and it doesn't look that cool. Um, it's not last. So it's on a major. Yes, exactly. Zen Arcade looks fucking incredible to me and I like it. Everything Falls Apart, amazing song title, amazing t- title, amazing record art. It's cool. I want to like it way more than I do. Mm. Um, but, yo, that's an incredible point. If there was a Husker Do summary, like here's our hits and that came out in 1990. I think the I think there'd be a drastically different opinion on this band. We're gonna make it for them. That's a okay. We're doing that. That's we're gonna do it. Yeah. Yes, but um, I think yeah, like for the folks that are because I feel like the Descendants are daunting too. In that case, sure. If I if someone was like, hey, you should check out this band, the Descendants, and I looked, I'm like, there's 89 right. I, no, I don't. Where do I start? Sure. You know, but I think summary was like such a perfect way. And summary was such a good overview because it had like the weird songs and then the beautiful like fucking Beach Boys go pop song like punk mm-hmm. songs. Yep. It was like a great view of everything. And then you could go back and be like, Oh shit, Catalina didn't make this record. Right. Or fucking you know what I mean? All and then you're like, songs. Oh shit, here's the deep cuts that I was looking for. Right, right. Mm-hmm. And I think that's if if they had that, I think more people would be talking about them. I agree with that. Minute when men three way tie for last. Weird record. Weird record. They're more a weird band. More listenable than some of their records, actually. I prefer Double Nickels on the Dime. Yeah. I agree. That's a great record. I think that's their best. This wasn't as Mike Watt heavy as I was expecting it to be. Uh, Not as much weird bass fucking. Oh, yeah. Damn. What's the, they do the cover on this one. I want to know. Did you ever, ever see, see the, the rain? rain? Was this posthumously released? Did they throw this uh, together after D Boone died? I don't know the answer to that. I don't know that either. Like, I wonder if it's like, well, this is what we had. This is the last stuff we were working on with him. Uh, no, it was released shortly before his death. Yeah. Because they were really grinding. Um, Minutemen, a cool band. I think maybe get name-checked sometimes in weird circles more so than they are actually listened to. I also think when we're talking about like stuff like Beefeater, etc., stuff that we don't... we. All agree. Beefy like. it reminded Sucks. me of yes. Minutemen, yeah. but yes. just not it as bo- cool. Borrowed yes. a lot. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, sure that's uh, so funny. If there's anywhere the Discord DC scene looked, it was at the SST stuff. That's fucking funny. Yeah. And if we're being honest, the Chili Peppers are fucking definitely imp- like oh, yeah. influenced by Mike Watt, and we won't hold that against them. But <laughs> definitely a Minutemen, Firehose, all that shit was yes. the precursor to funk rock, funk metal. 
Yeah, that might be why it's a hard pill for a child to swallow. Um, let me go quick on Black Flag. Black Flag, Loose Nut, I love. I think it's some of their best material. Uh, the production value uh, throws a lot of people off, but I think the songs are their best in the post. I think it's it's my favorite Black Flag record. Wow. I'll just say that. Yeah. It is. I love it. Um, my preferred version of these songs uh, are on the Who's Got the Ten and a Half uh, live record, which is like 46 minutes long or something. Um, it's fantastic. It's Rollins at his best. He's ripping. The songs sound a little better. But Loose Nut is a really weird listen. In my head, uh, Process of Weeding Out is an instrumental. Live 84 is a cool representation of the band at what I believe is their most confrontational because Rollins is still trying to come to terms with the fact that like we have long hair, man. Get over it. By the time they do Who's Got the Ten and a Half, he's like more jovial and being like he's he's comfortable in his long hair status. Who's Live eighty four? He's still trying to like prove something to people. Um, let's talk about the Descendants. I don't want to grow up. Something I would like to point out before we move Please. on. Retired retired at twenty one. You're retired at twenty one. Note for note. Um, in defense of reality. Listen Ooh, to the song. Really? Yep. I, I went back and forth. You did. I write that down. Uh, That's that amazing. Retiring to 21, yeah, sounds like in defense of reality. I, it's the I'm same, excited to listen to It that. stops before the security. It's right before. The, it's note for note. I can't wait. Yeah. You're getting so comfortable you're talking about the mic too now. Well, if we're going to talk, talk Descendants, I don't need a mic. No, you need it for this. How oh, dare you? First of all, how dare you? I don't want to grow up. One, I am a Descendants fan. Two, I like this record. Three, this record's problematic as fuck if yes. we're going on 2019 standards. I mean, I enjoyed, I enjoyed the Angry Samoans record that we listened to last Agreed. week. So. Agreed. No, <laughs> don't, but... Don't look at... So, so this is a record your, that also has... Cancellation cards to... No, uh, yeah, we, 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 oh, we should make cancellation cards. To the bridge that that's I our, under currently. That's, we're going to send thank you notes to all our Patreon subscribers. They're going to be cancellation cards. <laughs> You can hand that to anybody. Yeah, they're like get out of jail free cards in Monopoly. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. I'll start walking around shows with little cards and say, You need a cancellation? You just put them on your merch table. Sell them, buck a pop. Not a bad idea. Get out of cancellation for free. Get out of e jail for free. (laughs) All right. um, Let me just go through. Well, here's the thing. I don't want to grow up. Okay. Pervert. I don't want to grow up. Great song, but then they get into. And I'm like, I like this song a lot, but as I get older, that, that resonates less. Pervert. Kind of fucked up song. I just want you to know I'm a pervert. But then there's songs like No Fat Beaver. Can't Go Back. Great song. I love the song Can't Go Back. Sort of kind of quietly saying some stuff I'm not with. The song My World is great. Silly Girl. Not great. Like cool song. In Love This Way, cool song, Christmas Vacation. Christmas Vacation, you took a vacation from me. Suicide Watch Patrick might be able to fuck with Descendants. I Were they sure, OG I sure you're not. Yes. These Vol are, cells, this is incel music. This is Vol Cells. Um, there's, some, there's some slut shaming going on on these lyrics. But on this record where he's also saying, I'm a pervert. And it's a little weird, um, but it's... It's I mean, tough. if we're being honest, yes. So Milo is about twenty-one years old when he recorded this record. Is he twenty-one or is he older? Sixty. He was born in sixty-three. Just came out in eighty-five. So, so he's so like three. twenty-one, twenty-two. Right. So 
Which means, I mean, so I don't know how Bill, that, how old that makes Bill Stevenson. He's older. Same age. Same age? Okay, yep. good. Um, so, I mean, think about it. 20, 21 years old. 21, 22. It just feels different than if they were 18. I feel sure. like when I was listening to this record as a teen, I vibed on it. And, you know, songs like Clean Sheets, which is not on this record. Um, but there's a lot of this kind of, like, there's... I, I like The Descendants a lot. There's a lot of songs on here that I'm like, if these lyrics came out today, this isn't flying at all. No, 100%. And they've changed it and they've... They changed it. I think they acknowledge it. Even on, like, on here, the song No Fat Beaver is No FB. You right. know? No Facebook. No Facebook. The song That's Good Clean Fun is just GCF, which is funny. Um, I don't know. It's a great record. It's The Descendants at their most descendancy. It's really immature. I think even for this, them being twenty-one or twenty-two year olds, yeah. this feels lyrically more like, like they are. There's a song where they go yeah 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 yeah, and it's intentional and fun. But they're doing something a little different than most of the other bands on this list. True, you know. And I think they, they in a similar way as like some of the DC dudes were involved in stuff that was more violent than they years later would like to have been. I think the Descendants were unknowingly creating the like a more misogynist sad boy yeah pop punk acceptable world that led to like bro punks of the 90s yeah maybe yeah i, I don't know i i uh, everything Depend you're saying the descendants. everything you're saying is undeniably true i yeah. i just don't know do you not like the descendants at all i don't like them at all wow <clears throat> um i just don't know like right now in 2019 there's a, a an effort I don't know how it manifests, but at least people say it online uh-huh. to try to uh, teach boys and young men uh, how to talk to women, how to regard women, how to sure. respect women. Um, I'm not saying any of those efforts are bad, obviously. I I will say that I don't know if you can ever get a high schooler who look and I, I meet on you know I meet young people because I play music so like i meet some brilliant fucking young people and there are brilliant young people out there but a lot of young people's brains are just one fourth of what they're gonna be they're not fully formed yet correct so like i mean it's known scientifically they're not right and this is not me shitting on anybody because like like i said there's i have run into fucking 18 year olds who are so much smarter than i will ever be correct it's just a fact yes but anybody who doesn't think that your brain by necessity is going to alter an, an incredible amount, including your ability, not just to your cognitive abilities, but your emotional, uh, yes, uh, emotional capacity. Yeah. It isn't going to expand from the time that you're leaving high school to the time you're 25. That, well, that's a person with no life experience. Cause we've all seen that happen millions of times. Hopefully. So I, I'm not making excuses for the actual content here, but I will somewhat make excuses for the fact that these are dumb punks. And when right. I was listening to that Angry Samoans record, I think that they were older than these dudes. Yes, when they that are. Oh, yeah, I feel out. like the Angry Samoans were like 30. Like, and, and <laughs> they, they may not have been, but they felt it. Right. Yes. And they were saying things that were so much more provocative. Well, and that's the thing is that let's let's now go to the other side because... These dudes were saying things that I'm like, oh, this is framing women in a certain way. It's These dudes were kind of look, looking around going, yo, we're writing silly love songs. Right. 
and we're making sappy songs about being sad and the feelings you feel and like it's not wrong like these dudes are singing songs about like how could you be with him you know like how right. could you, you know like and which is all that. by the way for anybody mistaking me I don't like any of this like this doesn't resonate with me so like I'm not defending it on a on a content level I I, I uh but I <clears throat> I also will say the descendants didn't know they were going to be the descendants when you believe that you have a telephone booth, right? When you have believe you have no impact (laughs) on the larger world and that you are just yelling for your idiot friends, even if that idiot friends, like let's say the descendants uh, caught, caught some of that California wind and, and were playing, played big shows on occasion. I'm sure they did. Absolutely. And and, and by this point they start to get pretty big at this point. Right. So the, so there's a conversation on, your influence and what that means and is worth. I, you know me, I have a hard stance on this. I don't think you owe anybody in the larger world anything. But it, even if we're taking that conversation, even if you're one of those people that believes that you have a responsibility, I think it's really hard to put that on a fucking idiot 20-year-old. I really do. I, you know what I mean? Like, I just think it's tough. Right. I would just like to point out the singer from the Angry Smones in their heyday where he was 30. Yeah. No. He was born in 1952. Metal Mike is, is that true? From so 19- he's my mom's age, right? Oh, so fuck. you can still see them today. He's playing. They're like 60. Something. Yeah, he's born in 1952, and let's see when. So like, what year was what? What year was back uh, from Samoa? Back, back from Samoa. 1982. So he was 30. Yeah. He was 30. Right. Yes. Yes. See, that is inexcusable. <laughs> but but the thing is, like. I mean, the name's inexcusable. Well, if yeah, you really not, want to get down to it. I'll be honest. Well, no, 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 no. But I'm saying right now. Oh, right now. <laughs> well, so here's the only difference. The only difference, because we're talking about the Angry Simones and we're talking about the Descendants. The Angry Simones were essentially shock jocks. Yes. Punk. Yes. You know what I mean? Uh, and I mean that in every sense. Um, the Descendants were not that, but they were also seen more as just a musical act. And they were writing songs that were poppy. And even then, they were called pop punk. You know what I mean? They were seen as like kind of OGs of that world. And it wasn't, you know, in that difference of time thing, I don't think the idea was like the descendants were saying anything bad until you start to reframe it in a modern sense. And I think they all get that too. I mean, if being honest, well, they're, they're 50 year old men. I would hope that they were yeah. like, but I mean, to be honest, even in the, you know, when they first did like the reunion and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. So say like, you know, early to mid nineties. Yeah. 95, 96. Yeah. Nobody was offended. No, no, no. If no, we're no, being no. honest, I mean, quite no, honestly, like, no one was. I, I remember I, being psyched when I got into them. You know? And I was yeah. like, and I don't, I don't, no one gave a fuck. I don't know if no. anybody's truly offended when they look and when they look up and see, oh, this is a 55 year old man playing music from when he was a child. I don't yes. know if anybody with a brain in their head could be reasonably be offended, but no, and if they you change don't, all if you don't the want to hear it, I get, I get yeah, it. No, but, I hear it. Yeah, but the uh, you know, I also think that, like, do I think that um, they should change it? I don't know the answer to that. I don't think they should be playing these songs as fifty-five-year-old men. So I am not involved in the right. conversation. Do right, you know what and I think that that's the piece. It's like that's the only reason I have this conversation is that like. If you're listening to this record and you have a different type of mind, you could hear this for the first time and think something weird. As someone who got in this band in 1996, it never struck me as weird. It did. Now when I listen to it, I'm like, oh, that's different. That's definitely not the way language is now, but it still doesn't change the fact that this is probably one of the better records we've talked about so far today. 100%. So, all right. What else we got? Go quick through some of these. This is kind of the oddballs and, and stragglers. Squirrel bait, self-titled. Familiarity at all? 
uh, Louisville punks early eighties. In my mid eighties. In my world, Obviously. this was na- name checked all the time. Really? Yeah. Okay. Mine zero. No no familiarity till we Same. started doing the show. Uh, some Louisville dudes hit us up. This record, um, some uh, uh, punk, some hardcore, some what I would consider proto grunge elements to it. If you listen to it, there's parts that remind me of Nirvana. Um, the song Thursday by this band is an absolutely incredible song. Second song in the LP. No shit. Better than the Turning Point song by a mile. And so, and and I think everyone who likes post hardcore anything or like if you like Far Side, you like '90s, you know, post hardcore emo kind of stuff. And I, but when I say that, I mean like Sam I Am. I mean like Seaweed. I yeah. mean like uh, you should check this band out. This record specifically. Um. One of the cool records I've gotten into from doing Extra Grind. So that's cool. Yeah, Ooh, this was name checked in your world. Yeah, all the time. For, for what? wow, uh, yeah. what weirdo in upstate has this record? Well, no, you got to understand. I, I was, I the band that I was known for first was End of a Year, which yeah, was yeah. a uh, an emo core act yeah, of, of the DC I mean, style. I, what about that's right. So, so this was <laughs> not your, not notable. Don't not, forget your roots, bro. Not, not hugely known. So this was this was kind of a, a big a big fake deal. Let me put it like that. Like, okay, yeah. Like, this is a, a deep cut deep cut name check. Yes, all the time. Okay, yes. there you go. Uh, also, uh, this is is this where Kid Dynamite gets their name from? Is that right? Yes, it is. Okay, so. Also, around the time that Kid Dynamite became a thing, I think people t- started talking about it again. Like, Kid Dynamite's from fucking Good Times. The mm. show. Nobody? Or, or Mike Tyson, uh, Punch Out, right. Kid Dynamite. Or, you know. oh, yeah. um, it's actually from JJ from Good Times. There you go. Dynamite. Dynamite. Uh, Wide Eye Black Dust, Philly Punk. This is their LP. I can't tell you if I've even heard it. They did a really notable seven inch before this. This is better. You like this better? This is better. Yeah? Yes. Uh, slower. Yes, uh, I did remember that. More mid-tempo, yeah. Uh, more mid-tempo. Uh, the vo- the man's voice... Uh, what's his fucking name? Um, per- uh, Perry. Uh, uh, Neil, maybe. Uh, it, it is... Uh, it comes so much more into its own uh, on some, like, John Brannon Plus. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, this is... I actually really enjoyed this. It's a hard listen. It's not like a, a pleasant sort of thing. But if you, if you were like, yeah, I like Laughing Hyenas, but I just wish that, I just wish that John was really in his negative approach bag and like, you know, like this is, I liked this yeah. a lot. Weird. They take a twist for the weird on this record. Yes. Yeah. Um, the first EP. First EP is a fake classic. Well, it's a it's in the early two thousands when early eighties hardcore kind of had a moment. Everyone was digging crates for what yep. was out there, and this uh, I think a there's place in the a, sun EP was really big. There's a regional thing where it's a Philadelphia band, and there were not many Philly bands. Correct. In the early eighties. So. so without a lot of Philly bands, Philly kids needed to grab onto something, uh, and this was it. Uh, but this record I think is better than that one. Big boys, no matter how long the line. The first Big Warriors record I ever heard. Same. Great uh, album art. Uh, this is more listenable than I think people give it credit. Absolutely. 100%. Yep. Uh, Very good. Uh, this is a band that I think has the reputation for being kind of challenging. This isn't. This There's is, some this tracks. Is re- There's some weird songs, but you can listen to this record. If you're going to listen to 
stuff where they sometimes like to get a little funky, but still are a very def- definitively a punk band. The I, big boys are very listenable. I also think this record sounds good. Yeah, I think so too. So I, I ninety five in Texas had I, I guess had a couple good recordings. I, I enjoyed it That's more than true. I thought. Speaking of Texas, really red, rest in pain. Um, I had no idea about this before this. I yeah. really liked it. Cool, yeah. right? It's good. What's the deal? A preeminent one of the first Texas punk bands started early. Like I think you could say one of the first American punk bands. Yes, that's true. Seventy uh, eight, I think. Seventy really? seven. I want to say. Maybe really? Like, yes, yes, it's like really, Houston. It's, it's yeah, really, really early shit. Yes, but this is obviously a later. This record, is later. Right? This is not. Yeah, their LP is I think their most notable record. But a cool band. Um, if you like traditional american hardcore and for some reason you haven't come across really red which you could this is not a band who get, you don't get name checked um Easy. really red is a very cool band who has a lot of tracks that you're like oh yeah I, I like what they're doing here and i think i think they have stuff that you could hear in bands after them sure 100 yeah. um let's see here um, two Canadian bands that I haven't revisited in a while, but the Sons of Ishmael, Hayseed Hay, Hardcore Record, I really like. Quick, fast EP. Mm. Very fast stuff from Canada. And SNFU and No One Else Wanted to Play. I haven't listened to this record in a long time. I did. But this was a big band for a long time. Yes. Played, toured hard. Yeah. Uh, crazy history of this band. Everybody should look into this. Uh, tragic in, in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. We're talking about a lot of mental illness stuff. Um this is a good record. This was seen as a, like, I think this might be on the Pusshead, like top 100 of the 80s list. Mm-hmm. Um, a notable band, I think from central Canada. Um, uh, this uh, this is a good record with some weirdly... Lyrically, this, uh, goes in places that are actually sad. Yes, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I think that... For hardcore music, it can't. It doesn't always grab you like that. Yeah. Sometimes it just makes you want to pump your fist. There's some really sad lines and really uh, kind of old past their years stuff going on here. And I urge everybody to check this record out. Uh, Fast, by the way. Yeah. It, it, it moves. Nota self-titled. The most notable uh, punk band from Oklahoma before Brother Inferior and probably still more notable. Um, cool record. SOD Speak English or Die. This is the record I referenced earlier. This is like metal to me. Yes. But when I, I mean, actually it's listen to Billy it, Milano. Right. Yes. Okay. Literally. So you guys, I had a feeling, would listen to this. I listened to the other SOD release from this year. Oh? <laughs> Different SOD, huh? No. It is... Uh, what's it called? Crab Society North mm-hmm. or North Crab Society? Okay. Have you? There are no. I had no idea about this. It is a recording in a in a in the kitchen of a studio mm. with a Walkman. It is there. When I went the down, best material. When I went down the sort of, I, I really. It's terrible, and he's yes. telling terrible jokes in between songs. Yes. I, when I listened to it. I found it kind of fun for one listen. And if you look, there's reaction videos on YouTube wow. because that's how bad this is. Fuck. It is really fun, terrible music. Billy Milano briefly had a studio in Hoboken. He, I don't know if he does now or not, but uh, 
band Blind Society recorded their full length there. I went and sang backups on it. Punk band from New Jersey. He was a maniac. I'm pretty sure <laughs> I'm that's sure. who was in the studio. Um, anything on SOD, Tom? I think um, they kind of became a thing again in the last couple of years to young folks. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Milano Mosh and mm. um, the intro. Yep, Cotton Mosh, right? Yeah. No, no. no it's, uh, uh, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's, it's March of the SOD. March of the SOD, yep. Um, has become, you know, I think watch the uh, their like return show from Webster Hall or the Ritz back then. Mm-hmm. Um, Crazy. It's on YouTube. Yeah, it's fucking nuts. I think they've caught some wind, but like there was a time in the 90s where this is a band who got name checked a bunch. Yes. Yeah. More so name checked than actual. I think those two tracks you mentioned are like. That's what people wanted to hear, so. right? And like United Force, they, I mean, oh, it's yeah. some, they got some songs. They got some songs, but um, yeah, I mean, I don't think you know. It, so it's literally it's it's Scotty in from Anthrax, Charlie Benante from Anthrax, Danny Lilker from Anthrax and Nuclear Assault, and Billy Milano. Pretty good from the Psychos. Jesus Christ, the fucking Psychos. Yeah. Um, accused Martha Splatterhead, big crossover record. Yeah. Never has connected with me. Nope. I can't say I didn't really deep dive it for this listen. I it, did, yeah. but I hear a lot of where Power Trip is coming from. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People, I mean, I think to our ears, because we're like fucking, you know, a social, like our coastal elites. Yes. We automatically <laughs> go to like Cro-Mags or whatever. Sure. I don't know if this is intended, but there's a lot of the accused in Power Trip stuff. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. I think if you're a fan of Power Trip, you should go back to some of the mid 80s stuff and you'll, you'll find a lot of things you'll okay, like. Okay. So... To juxtapose from that, also considered crossover is yes. Raw Power. Yes, Screams from the Gutter. Which I don't hear. Sounds nothing, nothing like, like, like the crossover records that we've no. talked about so far. No. Absolutely nothing. nothing. It sounds like post-minor threat with a metal leads thrown literally on top. Did you fuck with it? Oh, yeah. I it's liked really it. Good. I liked it so much. But but the, Criminally underrated. Yes. Criminally underrated. One of the best international hardcore records, period. And, it, and people who know, check it as such. But it's really just... Yeah, no. It, this has done the rounds of like, people care this year, now they don't care yep, this year. 100%. But, but this... Uh, still going, aren't they? On the rounds, yeah. I feel like they're still Rock a power? band. Oh, oh, yeah. I think so. Yeah, I think uh, you can go see them, yeah. This... Uh, Definitely, at least a few years ago, you could. This was an 80s hardcore record of the type that I actually really enjoy with then just metal leads thrown in almost at random. This On is hardcore, like a straightforward, fast hardcore. Straight game. up. Yep. Like I don't see, I don't, I can't even put this in the same world as COC. No. You know what I mean, like, like it does sound nothing like it to me. You could see liking the two if you were a just a fan of punk and metal. Yes, but it's not it's not a crossover record like we talk about. Not to my ears, and, yeah. and I'm reading no, people say this is my favorite crossover record, and I'm like, mm. yeah, d- in 2019, to my ear, it takes more than a, metal leads a, a, a fake solo. It yeah, takes yeah. more than a fake solo <laughs> right, to for, be like, you guys are metal. <laughs> like it takes more than that. They were formed in 1981, still active today. God bless from. Reggio Emilia, Italy. Yes. They might have the most beautiful names of the players. Hit us with it. I'm going to totally butcher these, so I apologize. The singer's name is Moro Codalupi. That's a great name. Yep. Guitar player, Tommy Prodi. Oh, Oh, that was good. Uh, Bass player, Marco Masarenti. Oh, great name. And the drummer, best name of all, which is definitely not a stage name. This is definitely his name. Paradise Mornato. 
Fabio Ferrari. Oh, great. Great name. Love it. Um, yes. Criminally underrated. I feel like Criminally people should underrated. give them a shot. Yeah, that record is fucking great. Yeah. Raw power. Um, go through these quick. Give me... Give me... RKL, keep laughing. Uh, better than I remembered. Still challenging to listen to. Agree. Justice League, think or sink. Uh not my favorite material of theirs. Not close to Shattered Dreams. Yeah, uh, but, you know. Trying to be uh, seven seconds. Uh, doing an okay job. Yeah, okay. It was like four seconds. Ch- like yeah. a, little, a little less. <laughs> yeah, this could be yeah. called four and a yeah. half seconds. Scared Straight, Born to be Wild. Uh, notable because Scott Radinsky was in this band. From the Chicago White Sox. Major League Baseball oh, okay, pitcher. Yeah. Uh, part of the whole Oxnard, Nardcore scene. Kind mm. of mystic records. Dr. No Self-Titled. Cool. Oh. Good record. Yeah. yeah. Famous uh, actor and as it was a singer, Brandon Cruz. That's right. There you go. Uh, aggression, self-titled. Good. California punk, similar world of this kind of stuff. Mm. Um, I recommend people checking out this whole batch of things, and you'll find other stuff you like more. Uh, no effects, self-titled. Their first seven-inch on Mystic Records. I'm not a big no. I like punk and drumbeat like mm-hmm. every other fucking idiot. Mm-hmm. I don't really like any of their other stuff. Yes. Sure. This is the first time I've ever dived, like dived, Went divin, dove back in their old cat. To me, sounds like Reagan Youth. Oh yeah, no, that's a great comp. Yeah, I had definitely. no idea that they were this. They were. I, it wasn't always like, eh, man, man, man. No. like it sounds like Reagan Youth to me. Yeah, <laughs> it like, like Reagan Youth, fucking Urban Waste, like all the. I mean, the bands that were around at the same time in New York. This is a weird time for California. That's kind of why these all grouped together. There are a fuck ton of bands in the post, like first wave. Like 77, 78 to 82 range, in the 83 to 86 range, there's a bunch of bands, many of them who do like a single on Mystic or or do some Nardcore, like, but it, not a ton of stuff that really, really uh, stands the test of time. But and you can hear the suicidal in a lot of this stuff, like yes. that kind of start of the crossover, like more metal kind of like welcome to venice and all that stuff oh yeah i I think that's maybe one year before this is no i think i think it comes out 85 oh yes it is it is it is on your list it is on the list there it is oh we gotta talk about that um (laughs) three other california on the other side because this is all like newbies new things di ancient artifacts i like this record a lot um kind of like di and um uh, Di, who's the band before Di? Fuck. Um. Anyways, Di, Horse Bites, Dog Cries, Ancient Artifacts. I don't remember the title of the third LP, uh, and then their fourth LP is Tragedy Again. Those three of the four I really fuck with. Tragedy Again doesn't come out till '89. This is like very competent Southern California punk band. With a slight lean into some metal leads, but they go full on by tragedy again. So, but California punk. Social Distortion, 1945 single, meh, whatever. Like, not notable. This is a band, Social Distortion is a band people talked about like so much. There was an era where they were, it, their second wind was, it went Undeniable. on way long. Uh, <laughs> now they're like a weird, like, headlining festival kind of band. I think I told you they make an incredible amount of money. Good for oh, I'm them. sure. Like, not to put anybody's business out there, I just uh, weirdly know through no through no that like they're 
Their guarantees because the bar business is so good is oh yeah nuts. that makes so much sense nuts and they sell all those jackets yeah <laughs> yes so many jackets yes. with a guy drinking a more a skeleton drinking a martini so in the world of things that aren't our, our business uh, these dudes are doing good well Mike so Ness the, is doing well Mike and Ness so is doing the other four dudes yeah. 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 Yeah, that's true right. Bad Religion Back to the Known I did not revisit this one for this record not Listen. good not good uh, Back from the Known because they did that shitty record. Into the unknown. Into the unknown. Right. Which they then recalled, destroyed a lot of the copies. And yada, yada. thanks to our friend John Liu, who emailed us mm. a while back, mm. I got to see Jawbreaker do a Bad Religion cover of a song from that record. Mm. Really? Weird. That was one of the, the first song on their encore. That's and they shouted amazing. out to him. And I was like, what the fuck? And then I was like, yo, I'm posing hard because I don't even know the song. And, and then I realized it was a Bad though. Religion song that... From a record I don't ever I've listened to like maybe once because it was not readily available yeah for a long long time like a we don't we acknowledge disavow this, this yeah, yeah yo that's straight up so and now it's kind of come back so they don't do it um quick international dive raw power screams from the gutter we talked about it's the best of these but there's people who would also say gauze fuckheads is better um did you listen or gauze if you want to be more correct. Gauze is one of these things that doesn't kill it. In in Albany, this was a thing that I was supposed to like. Yeah, I think if you knew what Gloom Records was, they just sent you some yeah, gauze. Exactly, exactly. It, it, a patch. It, it, yeah. If you were in the Gloom sphere, which yeah. I wasn't, but if you if if you were within twenty feet of it, you were supposed to like this. One of these just appeared on your body. Like what? Uh, yeah, why, I, why, why do I why am I wearing a butt flap? Right, exactly. Yeah. Uh, but they've never done anything for me. Uh, I like the record Crude SS, who will survive more noisier Japanese stuff. I do like it more. Yeah. If you haven't listened to Pagio Punk's, um, I can't even pronounce what this is. She's Um It sounds like carnival music to me. Yeah. In the most fun, insane way. Yeah, this, uh, that's not it's a fun not, thing for me. It's not raw power screams from the gutter. And then Crow, who killed Dove, kind of more uh, like early leaning into like epic crustness. So, speaking of crust, speaking what, of what comes crust. out this year? Amoebics. Arise. Arise. Uh, I've talked about this. Yeah. I've talked about this a million times. Don't need to. This is just great. This is the perfect. Uh, this is the middle point mm-hmm. between Motorhead and Integrity. Yes. Yes. Good point. Integrity rips them off. Yep. Yes. Yep. And Amoebics kind of rips off Motorhead. Yep. Yep. And I'm in no for, doubt. for all of it. Yep. You, <laughs> no have doubt. You, do you like a single note of Neurosis's music? Go listen to this record. Correct. Period. Yes. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, Alternative Tentacles released two records this year. One was Amoebics Arise. Do you know what the other was? No. Dead Kennedys. Frankenchrist. Oh, okay. Which I like Very to use relevant. here because t- we talked about those California bands, Bad Religion, DI, Social Distortion. Kind of Some of them kind of like Bad Religion trying to come back. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other bands kind of fading off. Um, Dead Kennedys, Frankenchrist, last record. Mm. Uh, never really got me. They start doing some stuff elsewhere. I'm a I'm a strictly fresh fruits for rotting vegetables, dude. So, um, any feelings on Dead Kennedys beyond that? Uh, you know, I, a little bit, but I'm not a giant. Like, there's like ten punk bands from that era that I would go to first. Okay, um, but I, think, I don't mind it. I, this record did nothing for me. Somebody asked me this, and I thought it was a good question. Was if you didn't hear the Dead Kennedys by the age of twenty? Can you like them? You can't love them. You can't. Um, love them. Help me out. Yes. So the, maybe that, they maybe there's a record after this. There's a good Bed, story about that. Time, time, time for democracy. Democracy. So actually, 86, I was right. gonna say I think I like 
plastic surgery, and this record. I'm so happy for the people who heard me say that's their last record who are mad at the radio. Yes, it's their <laughs> second to last record. Yes. Uh, I think I like plastic surgery and this record, and do not like bedtime. If I don't recall like my, because I don't even fresh love, fruit. I don't even nah. Really, yeah. don't revisit. Go that's me. the go-to. Uh, I don't even love them enough to revisit this stuff okay. with any real. Can I read a, a controversy about this record? Yes, because yes. this is Please. to put it into. So the album was a subject of controversy because of a poster inserted in the original record sleeve. Mm. The poster, H.R. Geiger's Geiger. landscape, right, penis yeah. landscape, was a painting depicting rows of penises and vulvae. Yeah, it's good. Love it. Vocalist Jello Biafra was brought to trial for distributing harmful matter to minors. Mm-hmm. And though the case did not result in a conviction, his alternative tentacles label was almost driven to bankruptcy. It was only through the support of fans of that label was that the label was able to stay alive. Biafra gained attention as a champion of free speech and was subsequently one of the most active opponents of the P- Parents Music Resource Center, a.k.a. the PMRC. PMRC. Uh, which, uh, fuck uh, the PMRC. Crazy. So yep. listen, uh, to our super young listeners, that when I go off on my weird uh, libra- uh, Reddit libertarian, Patrick, on this podcast and in sound frequently. like a nut for advocating for like super f- free speech and shit, mm. it's in part because of men like this that yeah, I grew up Snyder having an incredible amount of respect yeah. for, <laughs> whether it's Luke from 2 Live Crew or, or, or Jello. Yes. Uh, right. Who want there, to enable the ability for free speech? Rob there was Alfred. a time. There was a time when when punks and rappers were the target. You know, what I mean, it, and it will be like that again. Trust me. So just th- it's when common you, when you hear me act like a loon. Understand, it's an informed lunacy. Yeah. Yes. It, it was based on reality. Um, hey, more more dead punk records. Circle Jerks, wonderful. Discharge, ignorance. Dys self titled. Oh fuck. Necro's Tangled Up EP <laughs> and the Necro's White Flag Split LP. If any of these records were your first record, God help you. Yeah. These are not Basically. introductions. These are fall off the train records. Yes. How many records does the Necro's have? A bunch. It's really? Like 38 or something. The five, maybe? They have uh, the singles. Th- three LPs, it looks yes, like. Yes. Okay. Three LPs. Yeah. Do you know anyone who listens to the Necros? Uh, Past I, one. I like the one, I I like like the one record more than I thought. Which one? Conquest for yeah. Death is. But after that. Eight. No, after that, it's not. It's not for me. Um, that ain't it, Chief. Uh, quick, continue. Back. Yo, we're going to breeze through a few of these. Gangrene, Skate to Hell. Gangrene, PMRC Sucks. Those are two great fucking records. Gangrene, underrated Boston Hardcore. Uh, if you like any of the more recent Boston Hardcore throwback type stuff, they're probably taking a couple hints from Gangrene. They're definitely... In the same, like, hey, we like punk music and big 70s guitars. Yeah, but Gangrene has, like, a weirdly off-putting sort of aesthetic and vibe that, like, is going to drive a kid away. Like, the the Budweiser shit. Some of that shit will, but there's... It's much more... They have one EP, I think Skate to Hell. There's one EP, I think maybe it's Alcohol, that's six songs and it's perfect. And then everything else falls short for me. But it just comes off so punk for a hardcore kid that a That's hardcore true. kid might just not be game. Not same right, thing with go. Fear. You know what I mean? But Fear is, oh, punk. Yeah. Fear is a punk band, so whatever. Yeah, Gangrene's but, right in that same boat, though. Um, let's see. I'm going to go to... Yeah, here's... here. SST was so fucking busy this year. HR, It's About Love. Holy God. I dare everybody to listen to this. I love this record. Really? I love it. Holy shit. I, HR... First couple records, very good. Wow. Yeah. Some of this is proto rap metal. There's, there's a, a song called Hey Wella. There's a lot of proto weird. There's proto 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 on this. But like, there's, there's a, a lot, lot of weird like, it's shit like, So he's on. coming out of Bad Brains. Yeah. There's some There's some reggae. Um, is this the one with birthday song? I don't think so. This is the next one I think is birthday This is song. the one where everything on it seems like a scratch track. Everything on it seems like an idea. I like It's About a Love a Lot. 
Overkill, Triumph of the Will. This is a different overkill, not the... Not the metal band. This is not the metal band overkill. This is the SST overkill. Uh, not very good. Saccharine Trust, World Broken. Unlistenable. Uh, yes, it's the hardest listen on this list, and there's some wild listens on here. Yeah, if you, if you were like, I made it through Beefeater, I could do anything. Nope, no, nope. you can't. No, you can't. Beefeater yeah, is to like... Welcome yeah. Trust. Yeah. Yeah, that's the 101 course. This is your fucking grad student class. Yeah. Uh, quick, two. You play, quick, you play RKL at your wedding before be, before, before before you, you hit fucking, the Sacred yes. Trust record. Lethal Aggression from the Cunt of the Fucking Whore demo. Plus, they, Brick, had a, New Jersey. they have an actual album out this year. No, too? this no, is okay. this gets reissued as an album. Oh, gotcha. And okay. later they put out the Life's Not Hard, You're Just Soft LP. Yeah. Which then they go and this band tours with Youth of Today in Europe. God bless. Before they're kicked off the tour because they're too wild. Fuck. Yes. They were uh, referenced on the tour posters with you today as New Jersey Wasteland Hardcore or New Jersey. Yeah. And these are brick area dudes? Brick Township residents. Are any of them a contractor now? Why are you trying to... Please don't expect too much from me, homie. (laughs) No, yo. Some of them still involved still in, in underground music. Some of them do different stuff, but yeah. I just have a stereotype of dudes that were like super wild when they yeah. were in their late oh, teens, early 20s. Oh, wild. That they all, it's one of them always becomes a successful contractor. Yeah, maybe. I don't know all their business, but maybe one of them mm. is. That'd be cool. Uh, this band received some notoriety for uh, being kind of like, uh, you know, you want to, they evolve. They're a little more metal and punk. Like, like if you find the cross section between dirty punk and dirty metal, yeah, that's where they like to be. Their LP, I think you could compare it more favorably with like Crumb Suckers. Um, they go a little that's, bit more that, that sounds direction. About right. You there, know, they're there's a little some, harder. There's some you know? licks. Yeah, there's licks for sure. This demo is really rough. If you want to <laughs> yeah, listen to something for sure. dirty as fuck, go to listen to this record. Uh, Mental Abuse Streets of Filth, a record that is kind of notorious. Um, on one of the songs, the singer says a bad word. Oh, no. The word that you're not supposed to say. I'm going to spike this. There are a lot of I'm out of here. It's the word. No, I've had enough. You've, you're done? I'm out of you're here. You're out? You, you want to be able to say the word? My sensibilities. You're saying the word. Uh, d- you know what? My you sensibilities the word are out offended. the window. <laughs> My sensibilities are offended. Uh, this is a record that was kind of... Uh, it's it's great. It's a great record. One of the dudes uh, played drums with AF, blah, blah, blah. This is a great New Jersey hardcore record. If you like New Jersey hardcore, you should listen to this. It doesn't sound like Fury 5. Um, we're starting to lose everyone in the room. Yes. <laughs> Tom, does Anthrax spreading the disease bring you back in the room? Yes. 100%. Tell me about it. I love Anthrax. Um, this, is one of, this is my uh, introduction to them. Really? Yeah. Okay. Um, I mean, probably, you know, very early in my high school years that this is the record. Um, I still love it. I listened, I revisited it. I hadn't listened to it in a long time. Um, I mean, I think, you know, if you like Leeway, maybe you want to check out Anthrax. I'm going to go back and listen to it because Anthrax has never done anything for me. Never, huh? No, I know. I, I, this wouldn't be the record I'd recommend. Okay. Um, it just so happens. What's the be, record? I would probably go Among the Living. Oh, yeah. Okay. I or, got Attack of the Killer Bees off uh, yeah. Columbia House when I was a kid. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's fun. That's fun. Yeah. yeah. That's but, when they were in full goof mode. Yes. Yeah, like covering fucking... Yeah. Uh, they cover Discharge on one of them? That yes. might be right. Chromatic yes. Death? Yeah, that might yep. be right. Um, they cover like SOD. I mean, it's kind of fucked up because you're covering your own band. Yes. <laughs> they do that song, Milk. Um, yes, Milk. Such I a want bad some song. Milk. I want some Milk. 
Yeah, when is, when is drug church going to start covering self defense family? I mean, it'd be an interesting fucking turn. Yeah. Uh, what else was on that? God, that was bad. Right. Uh, go on. Metallica Masters of Puppets. Master of Puppets. Best Great metal record ever. Fuck. A lot of people feel that. Uh, throw it out there. I like Kill 'em All a lot. I don't know that I'd say it's better. Ride the Lightning is really good. Master of Puppets is perfect. Slayer Hell Awaits. You can tell where they're going. I mean, Random Blood's next year. It's good. I like Random Blood better. Oh, hell yeah. Okay. Random Blood's probably, you know, top five medical re- metal records ever. Carnivore, self-titled. I'm going to throw it out there. As a Brooklyn Knight, I'd probably get this own, but Carnivore, not that great. Not that great. Yeah. Bigger name, cooler logo than quality of the music, but. Uh, yeah. They use some sketchy imagery as well. Yeah, true. Um, but it's, I mean, it's fine. I, I, I guess I get why people like it, but. They, I, might, they might want to like it. I mean, I Twitching Tongues want to have like a song it. called World War Five because Carnivore has a song called World War Three and Four. Yeah. It's literally a sequel. Yeah, but that doesn't mean anything. Like I, I maybe so I'll mean, write, they like it. Maybe I'll write World War Six. I don't need to like anything. What would like World Twitching War Six be about? World War Six is going to be fought by single cell organisms. Oh, it's the rebirth. The yes. cilia. Yes. Yeah. It's after. It's after the fall. Yes. I like so even that. after. Uh, yo, those eight. It's after mo- the robots. Those eight movies are so good, man. I know. I didn't see the latest one. Have you? I'm I halfway did. through it. It's kind of. Really you know how they all it. get heartbreaking? Yeah, this one got real sad. It got sad. I, ah! Oh. The first one I'll never watch again. It's so now, sad. Right, I, know, I never watched really the OG hard. ones. Okay, there's these a couple that are good, but they're not as good as. But are, you're not rooting for the humans, or you are you? In the uh, OGs? Well, you are you because the humans caused the situation. But now the apes. Are the apes are the racists now, but it's only by virtue of th- what was done to them. Because yeah. so, I'm not like in the new ones, I do not read, I don't root for humans at all. No, the no, humans are no, dickbags. Yeah. yeah, you can't. But in the OGs, in the OGs, the, the, the monkeys are bad. They're the antagonists. Yes. Yes. But, but again, it's because the people are, it's like people out of time that are like, what is going on here? Yes. And so they're the, they're the spotless able to root for protagonists even right. though it was humans that caused all this yes if you mess. if this is kind of the backtrack where you're, you're essentially seeing what led to that got it um man those originals are all right there, there's some pretty bad ones some like real b movie shit yeah. once you get into it all right um we're gonna go th- quick through a few more and we're almost fucking done all right um big city one big crowd i a, feel like we've been talking about this since 1985 i know i know <laughs> for being honest. big city records early new york hardcore never gets name checked because early new york hardcore other than a couple eps most of which they didn't put out forgettable forgettable on this let me see if i can name anything um early sheer terror tracks ah. fashion fighter and rome song cool the only proper vinyl release for the psychos wow before yeah billy milano billy psycho yep um Krigkoff, bloodlust Please Youth, New Jersey band. So the B-side is basically New Jersey bands. A lot of the North Jersey, oh, Stats, Bedlam. These are some of my favorites. AOD. Um, A-side is New York bands. B-side is Jersey bands. Uh, you, It is really expensive now, but this is a record. If you're at a weird record store, you might find for a dollar. Um, How much is it now on On Discogs, it's $42. So God damn. Don't spend $42. The music quality is not $42 worth. Um Great punk hits, one of the legendary international hardcore uh, comps, Gizm, The Execute, Laughing Noise, The Clay, Gisette, Connecticut Fun Comp, first vinyl appearance of Youth of Today, CIA, um, Drinking is Great Comp, featuring Poison Idea, E13, Lockjaw, Final Warning, Cleanse the Bacteria Comp that I think Pusshead put yep. out. Right. Yeah. And the best comp of these, Welcome to Venice, Beowulf, 
lot of the suicidal, a lot of the psycho crew. Yeah, you know, Excel. Um, yeah, for, Excel. for me, this is only like academic use. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I, I don't love any of this, but no. it's, it's cool that it's it, you love suicidal. I don't love suicidal. I love. If you love suicidal, you should hear this because there's a lot of other bands that you might like. Yeah, some people stand for Excel. Uh, yeah. I, oh, yeah. I, I feel like that's kind of revisionist. Yeah, for sure. You know, people are like, oh, you know, I've, I, I can't like suicidal. They have funk bass now. So I'm going to go for the next. Like, yeah, Excel we'll the and Beowulf. I mm-hmm. hadn't heard Beowulf talked about before the last two years. Can we? Right. If we're being honest. Su- suicidal, honestly, maybe the best holistic image to ever exist. Yeah. And in, they put out this record. It, it, like, really, like. There's others. They're they're a definer bold. of it. It's they're definer. Yeah, like you had to make decisions about your life. Who flipped your cap before suicidal? Did? You know, no, like, and who they make? They have several great logos, several iconic looks. I urge you to check comments on suicidal oh, videos. Oh, amazing! It's dudes. It's unbelievable. It's dudes from the era that are yes. like that are like. Oh, I got in a fist fight with three skinheads outside of a you know like a like a come and go because I was wearing my suicidal look and like it. The hey, fool! I was one California. of those three psychos. I was one of those three skinheads. I kicked your ass. I'll kick right. your ass now again. Don't stop. Stop yes. running your mouth. Fool. Yes, it's yes. so yes. fucking wow. great. It's incredible. Um, the last little note here is that music was weird as fuck in '85, and this was the rest of my listen outside. Homestead Records, 1985. I'm just going to run through this, and if you got anything to say about any of this stuff, Dinosaur Junior, Dinosaur, their first record, Sonic Youth, Bad Moon Rising. I dare someone to listen to that record. Yeah, start with Goo. Big Black, Racer X, and the Il Duce single. The Meat Men, War of the Superbikes. Jesus, they go full metal. Can't do it. Swans, Young God. Also a challenging listen. People say they love Swans, but aren't all Swans records challenging listens? No, they have. When they came back, yeah, their like, first record yeah. back, it, like seven years ago or whatever the fuck oh, it was, right? It's quite good. The first record is great, yeah. it, and it, it sounds more like Angels of Light, which is some of the most pleasant music I've ever heard. Uh, they've become challenging again yes. where they're putting out like double discs, right? But there was maybe two albums where they were pleasant music, and it's pretty much just him, right? Michael uh, Giro. Now he then. does a thing where he assembles the band around him and he makes it clear. This is my last album with these guys. This is finite. Yeah. Yeah. And then I'm going to do something else. It's pretty remarkable, pretty actually. Pretty cool, yeah. Uh, Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds, The Firstborn is Dead. Again, uh, this is a weird listen. Yeah. This was a loud one in the backyard. I don't know if the neighbors appreciate that. SSD, Break It Up. Oh, Not a good record. No. I'm trying oh, to be Aerosmith. Green River, Come On Down. I uh, like this more than I thought uh, I would. Me too. Proto Grunge, but also like... I these dudes definitely listen to hardcore music. They were a punk band. Oh yes, yeah. they were pretty punk. Yeah, hundred percent. And it's two of the dudes from Pearl Jam. Yes, and so like there's Jeff Ament and, jo- and Stone Gossard. Yep, and there's n- undoubtedly like parts you're like, oh, you listen to first wave hardcore. One hundred percent. Dinosaur Junior. Just to mention this, Dinosaur, uh, like that record, they haven't found their sound totally no. yet. Um, they're getting there though. They're getting there. Definitely interested in Brit Rock. I, I hear little jingles of that. Their bass sound is weird. It, they they don't have it f- f- honed in, and I liked it more than I remember liking it. Because if I like like Dinosaur Junior to me starts a bug, and you know then yeah. moves on. But this was it was fun listening on that one. Yeah, um, Naked Raygun, All Rise, as we discussed, really good, very good band. They would be yeah. If you want to get a civilian into punk, that you could do way worse than that. Totally underrated. Yeah. I had some more comments on that Sonic Youth record, but it was just weird. Yeah, it's just. 
I feel like they're another like they're a poster band. Yeah. Uh, they were all the time that we were growing up, yes. but there is one record that is quite pretty because after this yes. they started they, they played with being pretty and irritating. Was it like Daydream Nation or one like one record that I like? It's whichever one has Rain on Tin, which is just an incredibly pleasant song. Yeah. Um, but anyway, go on. So I mean, that's the Homestead Records. That's a selection of the records they put out this year. That's fucking wild, and you can see where hard hardcore is bubbling up to the surface with weird indie rock, with weird challenging music. If you like challenging music played with guitars, 1985 is a, a year for you. Yeah. Um, if you just like hardcore, couple hits, not much on the harder side of things. No, very little, unless you count metal-ish. And some metal-ish, but even that, Honestly, I don't think, I think the year before and the year after, you get better stuff. Yo, how crazy is this? Metallica might be the, heavy, the, the hardest thing that came out that year. It's close. It's certainly close. How I mean, crazy is that? It's really crazy. Um, what's your big, hey, listen to this record from this list? We'll, we'll each pick one. You start, Patrick. God damn. Um, fuck, what did I really enjoy? We'll all say, we'll all say Minor Threats Holidays. Yeah, oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, what else did we talk on? My notes are mostly things that I hated. Uh, you were big up in Raw Power. I was big up in Unity. Uh, yeah, actually, that Raw Power, what is it, Screams from the Gutter? Yeah. Uh, Honestly, if you love 80s hardcore and you have not given this a chance because it was sold to you as something else, it's 80s hardcore. Yes. Um, I will big up the... Uh, I'll big up the Right to Spring record. I mean, everybody should know that we like it, but I connected it with much more on this listen, and I think it just plays well. That's cool. I'm going to go um, New Day Rising, Who's Your Do. Nice. Huh. Can't go wrong, really. And you, uh, we got to do that Who's Your Do summary. Yeah, me and you will work on that. We'll work on that. Yeah. All right. Thank you, so, thank you so much for joining us. The, we know these go long, and it's a lot of information, but there is something for everyone, even in the driest year. Yeah. We so, love you. So fucking check it out. Thank you again. Thank you.